technical difficulties this time, so it's good shit. Hello, everybody. Um, before we get started today, um, it's imperative that you guys like and subscribe this video. Share the fuck out of it. All that. Um, anything you guys do, um, any, any donation money, any shares, it really fucking helps us. So please do that. Um, without further ado, I get, we might as well just fucking introduce the episode because holy goddamn shit. Um, we just got done filming this. This might be the craziest episode that McAllister Hours has ever seen. Um, Jacob the Freak, stuntman. I've known him for, I knew him like way, way, way back, like six years ago. And we were both just kind of, um, comrades working, um, at the Cinemark, the movie theater. Um, and you know, it's, it's really interesting cause you know, since then we've both had different career paths. We're both very successful and what he does is fucking insane. This motherfucker steps on a tub of glass and just like, like dances in a tub of glass towards the end of this episode. So, um, the thing I want to say is if anybody is listening to this on Spotify or Google podcasts or Apple or anything, um, I highly recommend you all go to YouTube and check this out because this is definitely a podcast you want to be visually watching. Um, besides that, it was a great fucking time. It was a great time to catch up with Jacob the Freak. So without further ado, here's the episode. What's up? What's up? Jacob White. Hi. I am so excited that you're here. We were just talking about this before. We have not seen each other in six years. Yeah, because we used to work together at Cinemark. Yep. And we were friends. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we bonded because we were crushing over the same girl back then. Ah, <laughs> that's right! Yeah. Lindsay! Yeah. Woo! wonder what she's up to. Uh, I, I rarely stalk her Facebook. Let's, uh, let's do a Facebook search. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, that's, that's true. I think, like, there were a couple guys. Like yeah. she was like the fucking prize. But then like she also had a boyfriend the entire time she worked. <laughs> yeah, she didn't tell anyone. <laughs> she was a fucking. If there's anyone in my life I ever met that's a fucking tease, it was that bitch. <laughs> oh my god! And like, it's like for two months, you just everybody thought like, ah, oh, yeah, she's just like hot single. Yeah, chick. maybe I have a chance. And yep. like, nope. I have a boyfriend. I never talk about him, <laughs> but he's there. I just make him up when I want him to. <laughs> Yeah, so that's how we became friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think we we um I, at that time at least, and I think probably still, we shared a lot of similar interests. And yeah, I think I mean, um, cool to talk to and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, here we are, six years later. You're doing your own thing. I'm doing my yeah, own thing. Yeah, very different interests that can still coincide. Yeah, pretty exactly. cool. So um, let's just get a little background on you, Jacob White. All right, um, what um, do you do? Oh, you mean like just purely like freak show shit or like everything? Or like, yeah, wh- whatever, get into All it. All right, so I've been a freak show performer for two years now, and that's when I trained and performed in New York City at the Coney Island Sideshow. Wow, really? Yeah. Um, no way. Yeah, because people always like ask me, like teach them shit and that, but like I learned from the professionals, because this is dangerous. Like hmm. some of the higher up stunts can legitimately kill you, like sword swallowing, which I haven't done yet, but like if you fuck up fire eating or fire breathing, that can really mess you up. So, yeah, they offer, like, a school program. I don't know if it'll, like, survive um, the COVID shit or not. But, mm. yeah, it's, like, you can go and take a class. There. They have it usually every August. And, like, they teach you. They let you meet the other performers. And, like, it's a super cool program for anyone wow. interested in that. Yeah. Damn. So you, so how long were you in New York then? For that, just, like, a week. Okay. So, like, I guess how, many t- how much have you traveled for this? Like, how, where have you been? <laughs> Um, that's it really. And then I've performed okay. some, oh, just around locally. Like Iowa City's the furthest I've gone locally. 
Because, okay. I mean, it's also a hard thing to push out of, like, hey, I do this. Do you want me to do this mm-hmm. for you? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, I can't just host my own event for it. I have to find someone to let me, like, open for them or, like, host. Like, I've done something where I, like, I'll host and, like, bef- like a music thing. And between mm-hmm. each band, I'll go on and say a little thing, do a little stunt, and then someone else goes out. Okay. So it's weird because, like, I can't really have anything that revolves around me because it's hard for people to find that or even know what it is. Mm. Because, like, that's the weird thing is also, like, people just don't want to see it sometimes. Yeah, I can imagine. Well, and, I mean, I was going to pull up the Instagram, but you pretty much buy everything here, so we'll just do a live. But you do you do a lot of shit. Yeah. You do, like, a lot of really, like, I can imagine, like, you stick nails in your nose. Yeah. Uh, we were watching a video. You had a screwdriver, and you were doing a screwdriver through your nose, yeah. and I was sitting here with my jaw dropped. Uh, no, if I forgot to charge it, but if I would have, I would have brought my power <laughs> drill. So I can drill out my, the inside of my skull, yeah. So I that's called the human blockhead, and that's just the act of usually you hammer in a nail, and then like I've been like searching for more and more alternatives. So like one I'm working on, I'm gonna call it the human beer bong, and I'm trying to get a tube to go into my nose and out my mouth, and like I'll put a funnel on top, and like someone could drink through me. <laughs> like that's the goal, but like it's hard to find a tube that fits that, and it'll hard to find somebody willing to do that. <laughs> I don't know if anybody wanted to do that during COVID. Either. Right, yeah. That's another <laughs> <one>. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Well, I think it's so cool that you're doing all this. Yeah, I know. And I'm always trying to find, like, new things to do and, like, like trying to push myself, I guess, more so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because also the thing about COVID is with all the COVID tests being done, mm-hmm. a lot of people know how it's done now. Because, like, that's, uh, that's what I'm oh. doing. Yeah, the swab. That's it. It's just I've busted my nose up so much that I can fit a giant piece of steel in it instead. And also, like, I just know how to do it better. But, like, if I get the COVID test and they do, like, both nose swabs, I'm fucked. Because I can't do my left side. I've busted it too much over. Jeez. Yeah. That's insane. So my right nostril's way bigger than my left. It's weird. Yeah. So how do you- I mean, I don't want you to reveal too much, obviously, but, like, how do you deal with the pain? Like, like I, I, I mean, I know, like, a lot of that's mental, and, like, there may be techniques where you can avoid that, but there's got to be some involved. I mean, yeah, all of it hurts, because people always ask, like, what's the trick and everything, and there's no trick for anything I do. It's all exactly how it looks. Like, I'm just putting this in me. Or, like, eating fire, I just put my lips around it, and I'm just better at not getting burnt that way. So, yeah. and, like, better nails... People always think, like, oh, if you distribute your weight, it doesn't hurt. Like, no, it fucking hurts. I'm bruised. I'm scarred from it. All that shit. And, like, so I'll do it where, like, I'll be on the bed of nails, put another one on top of me, and have someone stand on that. Or I'll – I haven't found anyone I trust enough to do this, <laughs> but um, I'll have someone, like, put a cinder block on my chest and hit it with a sledgehammer kind of thing. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And you have just developed, like, this thing where mentally you just block it out. I mean, you feel it, but it's just, it's tolerable and you know it's not permanent. It's like getting a tattoo. Mm, You go through it and like, you know, you won't be broke. I mean, you can break from it, but like, it won't kill you. And you just have to remember that. Okay. That, well, like for some of the things, Mm. like better nails won't kill me. It'll hurt a lot until I get up. And once I've completed what I do, I get up. So how can a bet? I mean, would there be a certain amount of pressure that would have to kill you at? Is um, that kind of what, how I mean, it works? I felt like I've maybe bruised my ribs on it before. I've known people who have busted the ribs doing it. It's like if you get someone with too much weight standing on it. Mm. Um, I have scars from it, but that's mostly from like trying to take it off me. Because oh. like all, every, that's the other thing is freak shows. It's always better with a partner. 
because mm. it just drains you of energy. Yeah, I bet. Um, so how does your family feel about it? <laughs> I feel about you doing this. So they, <laughs> they are as supportive as one can be for it. Mm. I mean, my si- one of my sisters hates that I do it. Like, she gets uncomfortable, and I have to just, like, tell her, like, I'm technically a professional. I've been professionally trained, and I've, like, performed at the biggest stage of it for it that there is. Like, my parents think it's kind of cool, but they don't like seeing it, and they're happy for me to, like, be able to perform in some ways. Mm. Yeah, it's – but, like, yeah, no one, no one expects their kid to turn into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, for some parents, that might be their worst nightmare. Yeah. You know? Not, but uh, what you do is great. I mean, I um, we were kind of talking about like David Blaine and like yeah, um, I've not gotten to that level. <laughs> not very many uh, many people can right. You know, yeah, to be fair, no, because he has to be just kind of differently built for some of the shit he can do. Yeah. Well, and um, I I don't know if you listened to that episode with him. Just bits. Just bits. Yeah. He talked about the whole you know a lot of it like when he was in that cinder block, he would like train his uh, what is it like beats per minute. Yeah. Um, he trained that to get down to, like, five. So he's, like, barely breathing. Yeah. He's, like, breathing, like, Jesus. once every, what, ten seconds or something. I don't even yeah. Know. And the other thing is, like, I don't have time or money to train for that kind <laughs> right? of thing. Because, like, on top of Freak Show, I work 50 hours a week. Damn. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, everyone thinks my life's super exciting. But, no, I'm usually just a welder. And it fucking sucks. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Uh, welding, though. I, I've always kind of looked into that. Um, I did it because I kind of had a panic attack at the end of my freshman year of college. Because mm. I had, like, four different majors that year. All of them oh, would have been shit. worthless. Well, like, I switched between them, not at once. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, I couldn't decide what I wanted to do. And I was yeah. like, well, fuck it. I know that I can learn welding and I can just do that. And I'd somewhat regret it. But, like, also, I don't know what the hell else I'd be doing. Mm. Yeah, because I know that freak show is not really a career path. <laughs> not enough people are willing to pay me enough to do that to myself. Uh, I mean, it can be, but it's, like, a very – the Niche. percentage of people yes. who make it are very, very, very small. Yeah. Um. So what about like how much would you say is like like street performance versus like being on stage or doing things on YouTube or um well I've never made a YouTube channel I have Instagram Instagram. now and like I even hate having that I just needed Mm. something to put it out there and also the community is kind of there too like if you search the right thing so that's nice I've been able to reach out to some people Mm. um I haven't gone on a stage in a long time I, I had a few shows planned this year but obviously they all got canceled but um street performance I love because usually I do it at bars. Like, I'll just go in a bar and, like, just have a screwdriver in my pocket, and I'll just pull someone aside. Like, hey, you want to see something weird? And usually they do. And also, like, if they're drunk and shit, they buy me alcohol, and they buy me... They, I've made, like, eight bucks at a karaoke night the other day. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so, like, that's where I do most of my performances, and that's just, like, blockhead and stuff. Hmm. That's how, uh, that's how Steve-O would, uh... Get, uh, get fucked up and get drinks when yeah, he was homeless. He would like do crazy tricks at bars and he would get money. So yeah, no, I'm like it's it works. It's a good skill to have. Yeah, I get shit face <laughs> for free. All I have to do is do something I do on my own for free. Yeah. Um. So I think I don't know if you've mentioned me this, but like in the years before, but have you grown up in Des Moines or like what's kind of your background in like? So I was born in Germany, lived there for about four years, just because we were military. My oh, dad, my dad was stationed okay. over there. My whole family was there for a couple of years. Then I moved to Cedar Rapids for a year, and then I came to West Des Moines. Oh, okay. And I've spent the last 20 years here. I'm like, I love it here. I'm always annoyed at people shit-talking Iowa. I mean, I guess we live in the best little section of Iowa. Yeah, I would agree. Um, you know, there's such a contrast between – because I grew up in northwest Iowa. Okay. Small town. So, you know, there's such a contrast between, like, you know, even, like, an hour outside of here. Yeah. And 
<clears throat> they have southern <clears throat> accents. Yeah. I don't get <laughs> yeah, it. For real. <laughs> like, like, people I work with work 30 minutes from our place, and they have southern accents, and it confuses the fuck out of me. <laughs> what was it you were saying? Um, like, Iowa is considered, like, the true American accent. Yeah, because like we don't have any like specific things. I know we're a little bit more nasally, I think, than others. Yeah. That's mm. what they say. Yeah, but we don't have those like words, specific words we say, kind of different. Yeah, or except ope, or yep, <laughs> or, yeah. or or uh, y'all, or whatever. Yeah. Well, like ope is even going more towards like Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, the Fargo. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that. Um. Shit, I lost my point. <laughs> um. Fuck. What was it? Uh, what's like? What's some of your uh, inspiration for um, for like what you do? Like, wh- who are some of the people that you aspire to when you're doing your magic? I mean, I've or- always loved Houdini for all this shit he's done because he's done some crazy things and he kind of died doing it. Mm-hmm. So I love that. Um, some of my mentors in New York were a huge inspiration after I met them, of course, though. But like, other than that, I don't really know why I wanted to do this. Like, I've always loved the culture, even like the culture used to be super shitty because a lot of it was like kind of like slave labor type things. Mm. Where I mean, they would just find these fucked up people and like, hey, <laughs> let's do this. Like, <laughs> oh God. Yeah, no. Oh, like old school Coney Island was horrendous. I remember they told me about this thing called Shoot the Freak, and it was a little person running around, and it'd be like mm. a like a ticket game or whatever. You just they hand you a paintball gun. You just shoot at a little person. Oh my like, god! No, it was fucked. That's horrible. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like the circus industry, you know. Oh like, yeah. Like people don't remember, like you know, there's some really fucked up shit that goes on behind the yeah, because like scenes of that. I've always tried to like look into that, and the only thing I do is I would refuse to work at like I think it's like Ziggy or whatever it's called, or it's something dumb like that. But they're one of the only circuses that sell animals, oh. and like that is fucked. Yeah, so I'd never do that, but like I've always wanted to like join a traveling sideshow. Mm, interesting. Um, kind of going back to like you're talking about Germany. Yeah. Uh, what you said, your dad. What, what like what your dad do in the military exactly? What All was right, his? He started as um, a marine when he was 18, and he did that for I don't know if it was like four or eight years. He did that for a while, and then he switched to army. I know he became a ranger, which is like super impressive kind of stuff. He was airborne for a while. He's been all over the world because um, the only thing in my memory is he went to Iraq for a year mm. during one of uh, Project Desert Storm or whatever it was called. Mm, yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and like he was leader of his group, super badass. It's weird. And then besides that, he's been a lifetime cop. Then moved into detective type stuff. Yeah, so he's always been that kind of field. Hmm. Yeah. The, um, I have a lot of family in military. Hmm? Um. So I, I, I definitely appreciate anyone who does that. And, you know, to be able to, like, travel being in the military, too, that's a, yeah. that's a hell of a gig. Well, yeah, because, like, I mean, part of it was, like, as my mom, like, she just got to live in Germany for four years, and she loved mm. it. And, like, she didn't have to work. I mean, we were pretty broke back then, too, because, like, all we had was military money. Mm. And I know, like, having, like, me in Germany it was stressful because, like, a bunch of j- doctors were yelling at her in German during labor, and that's not a very <laughs> relaxing l- language. <laughs> No, not yeah. At all. So like a lot of my like no. baby paperwork is in German, so Damn. it's all weird. Yeah, that's trippy though. Mm-hmm. That, uh, so like, do you have dual dual citizenship? No, because we were citizens, and it sucks. <sighs> I know. 
Also, I think if they had the option, my parents would have said no anyways in case, mm-hmm. like, I was, I was like, oh, fuck you. I'm going to go live in Germany. And like, <laughs> and, like, they couldn't bring me away because I would have, like, yeah, I'd be a citizen. Damn. You'd be able to drink a lot younger. If you True, think. and probably a lot more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, shit. Uh, well, do you do like do you do like uh, magic? Like, do you do card tricks or no. anything like that? Um, no, I've never even bothered with that. I remember one time at a bar, um, a magician saw me doing like one of my stunts, and he came over to me talked. I was such a fucking asshole to him. Like, he talked to me about, like, my sense. He's like, yeah, I do some of shit to that. And I didn't know I felt so superior to magicians until that day. <laughs> like, I was the biggest dick to him. I feel bad. I don't remember his name. It was probably something the amazing or whatever. But yeah. No, I've never bothered with, like, card magic or stuff. Yeah, that's how oh, I realized I had this weird sense of superiority <laughs> because I shoved disgusting things into my disgusting skull. Yeah. That's funny. Um. So, quick tangent. When I was uh, when I was still with my ex wife, she had a friend who was a traveling magician. Okay. And this guy like did not have his shit planned out. Yeah, he I might just... have been a dick to him at a bar one day. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. But yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of just like you know card tricks and just random shit. I remember like he would try to go on the street and he would be like begging people like you know I'm doing all these cards, but you know I'm not trying to do it for free. Can you please? And like oh, just Jesus. the way the way he asked for money, it was just so desperate. And this motherfucker was like planning on like traveling everywhere like every yeah. major city i think he made like maybe two cities past us and then they went back home ended up you know <laughs> he that made couple it omaha up, yeah, yeah. So, well something like that <laughs> well they were from rapid and they ended up making it to here in des moines i think okay. they might have made it to chicago <laughs> but yeah no doing street magic yeah okay you can go anywhere in the street magic <laughs> right? yeah it was you, like this whole plan he had you literally just have to buy a deck of cards right yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Well, and, you know, trying to go to, like, places like New York, like, you're going to, like, you know, if, like, your end destination is New York, you're going to have spent all the money that you made yeah. <laughs> on the way in New York. And, like, the trippy thing about New York is, like, someone like me, I'm not fucking special there. Nobody yeah. gives a shit, and it fucks with me. Because, like, again, like, I have that weird sense of superiority where I'm like, I'm weird, and you should know that. <laughs> and, like, I fucking hate that about myself, but it's true. I've hammered it in alongside a nail. <laughs> Yeah, you go there. Nobody gives a fuck. Everyone's too busy, and they've seen too much shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. No, you street magician. They'll just shove you out of the way. Yeah, there's like five other ones on the block. Right, right? yeah. You know? Like anyone who's a subway performer, yeah, they don't give a fuck. Yeah, doggy dog world, especially in that in that uh, that profession. Yeah, and like everyone's <laughs> just sick of it over there. Mm, That's true. Well, I, I guess this is kind of an existential question, but question, but like. What do you think about, like, everything kind of going to video with, like, the magic? Do you think that's, like, kind of a hindrance? Do you I think, think it loses a lot. That's what I would think. Well, because, like, you look at, um, oh, God, who's the other big magician, the big emo one? Oh, there's David. Chris Lee. Angel. Chris, there we go. Yep, Chris like, Angel. Like, his shit's, a lot of it's obviously just fake. Well, it's camera tricks, a lot of it. Too. Well, like, also, like, I'm going to rip this human body apart and put it on this other body, and they're going to run around. Like, no, that's obviously not real. No one thinks that's real. <laughs> that's not magic. Stop it. Yeah. Like stuff like that. And like, yeah, you can just fake it. You can fake anything on like if it's pre recorded. So like I can't stand that. Like if someone wants me to show something me something amazing, I wanna see it. And like that's different with like these big stunts and like stuff like that. But even there, like I don't remember who it was made like the Statue of Liberty disappear. And like mm. people could watch on tape, like he didn't. <laughs> Statue green screen. <laughs> well, I mean, like, yeah, because otherwise, like, there was probably people in the Statue of Liberty at the time. They're like, "Oh shit, am I just gonna be standing in the air now?" Like, no, like, <laughs> it's a lot of it's just not real. Yeah, I mean, not nothing's real, but like, yeah, 
Yeah, that's probably the tricky thing with like just also you know information being readily available. Yeah, it's like it, we're not really in a time where like it's the 1800s and you can make people like actually believe that. Well, yeah, and then they burn you at the stake <laughs> for being <laughs> a witch. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, there's good middle ground there. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad, and then like for this 50 years, it was just well, like you gold. know Jesus with his stuff, he got away with all of that. <laughs> well, I guess he didn't get away with it. They got him eventually. <laughs> You know, uh, speaking of Jesus, not to get, <laughs> <laughs> get anti-religious, but um, uh, growing up in my northwest uh, northwest town, there was actually uh, so the school would have like a Sunday, not like a Sunday school program, but they would have like religious figures like come through and like do like a, a specific thing in the morning. Okay, um, so it wouldn't like break the you know church and state law, but um, <laughs> yeah, because you know, they really hold that. Yeah, right, like, they really gave a shit. Um, but. But no, it was funny because this this guy was like a Christian minister, but he also did magic. And I remember like these people, like because he was like a like a religious figure, they believed like his magic was real. Oh my god! Like I remember arguing with this chick. She was like, "No, it's real. What he does is real." I'm like you were a fucking moron. Like I mean, I can lay on like what eight hundred nails, and three of them took Jesus down. So. <laughs> Stuff like Jesus. that makes me hope religion's not real. <laughs> no, I think you and I are in the same uh, same line. Well, like, I like religion a lot. Like, it's my favorite thing to study, but, mm. like, all religions. And also, Christian people who, like, scream all lives matter, they don't like all religions matter. They are not a fan of that phrase. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah I've had some awkward talks at work about that. That's the other thing about welders is a lot of them are, like, pretty conservative. Mm. But then they, like, start every, like, when you meet them, they're like, well, there's three things I don't talk about. <laughs> and that's religion, <laughs> politics, and who makes the best kind of truck. <laughs> Even though we all know it's Chevy. Like, I deal with that shit daily. Oh, my God. That sounds like growing up in a small town. Holy yeah. shit. No, because I remember one guy did not like me after this. He asked me, like, what my views on politics were. I'm like, so, like, you know, I'm more in the middle. There's parts of both I like. Same. He's like, well, you pro-choice? I'm like, honestly, yeah, I am. I do believe that, you know, if you don't want something, you can get rid of it in such a sense. He's like, oh, well, what about pro-guns? I go, absolutely. That is, a gun is the most humane way to kill that baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck, you should do some comedy with your... Uh... I have been. <laughs> so I actually have done stand-up in New York also. Oh, really? Yeah. No way! I mean, open mic nights. Oh, but still. You, yeah, mean, no, it was fun. And some people laugh. <laughs> That's the other weird thing is like, you know, you can't be good immediately because once you get on stage, you're a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. And yeah. like, I'll be standing from like 10 people who I just watch bomb and for some reason I'm nervous. And like, yeah, like sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad. New York is possibly one of the roughest cities to do stamp comedy in, too, from what I've heard. Like, they do not take shit. <laughs> the other thing is there's so many small little hole-in-the-wall open mic nights mm, that they don't true. give a shit. Mm. Yeah, because I did, like, a few open mic nights in um, Manhattan. It was super fun. Because I, I try to go there every year now because two years ago I did the Freak Show. A year ago I did stand-up, and this year I was going to audition for Broadway. Wow. I'm, I'm not good. They, <laughs> they let anyone audition. And I think that's, that's fucking hilarious. Well, I mean, it's that would be a great experience. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I, if anything, I'd be more stressed if they, like, I got a call back. Because I'm like, fuck, what? <laughs> do I quit my job? Oh, I actually have to do this. Well, oh, yeah. Fuck. Do I quit my job and move there now? Because, like, you can't say no if you got a call back. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, because they were going to have um, its a show called, I think it was off Broadway, but still, it was a show called Sideshow. Mm. It was about old school freaks. It was, I didn't like it because all the songs were about them trying to get this two headed lady to leave the Sideshow. So, like, I didn't even know what the point was, but I was like, hey, this is something I'm actually trained for. <laughs> they let me just be a background guy who does dumb shit. That'd be incredible. <laughs> yeah. So, hopefully, God, New York won't be open next year for that stuff. So, it'll no, be a couple years. No. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it's kind of interesting about stand up. We talk about that. Mm-hmm. Like, how much of that is moving to podcasting? Because. <sighs> yeah, because you can't do stand up over podcasts, but you can have funny people talk on podcasts. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think they're, they're like they're still pretty close on where you can do stand up. Mm. Dave Chappelle did that. Uh, I don't, did you see that his eight oh or was it eight forty eight? Eight forty nine. Eight forty nine. I heard about. It. I haven't watched it. Yet. I yeah. know I should because I've heard it's incredible. Probably his least funny bit he's ever done. Cause he but, was, but yeah, but it was it was important. It was good. I, yeah. But the thing that was really interesting um, is that he like he had like chairs specifically set up mm-hmm. like in like that six eight uh, six to ten foot um, or whatever yeah. distance. So it's, it's, I think it's just going to be really interesting to see how that is affected. Yeah, and it's weird that, like, stand-up doesn't work over a podcast, but I watch stand-up every day. And, like, there it works. It's just yeah. something's different about it. It's with the audience feedback. I think that is Maybe, a, yeah. I think that's a really key... Well, yeah, because, like, someone, like, just talking to a microphone, you don't wait for the laughing to stop. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, you have to be... You have to have, like, like someone who is not as self-confident could do better on stand-up than, like, soloing on a podcast. Probably, yeah. Because, like, when you're soloing on podcasts, when you... Like, because I've done this. <laughs> when you're just sitting there soloing, like, you have to constantly tell yourself, like, what I'm saying is good and what I'm saying is funny. And yeah. half the time, it's not, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, doing, like, a solo podcast, what makes you think what you're saying is worth others listening to? Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm curious. Oh, honestly? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I don't honestly do too many solo podcasts these days. Yeah. Um, sometimes I'll get drunk, and uh, me and Molly will, like, uh, on my second channel, I upload this thing called, like, the Midnight Rant, where okay. it's just me and Molly getting drunk and just talking bullshit for a little bit. I dig that. But, yeah, I haven't sold in a while, because um, definitely the lowest viewed yeah. <laughs> on, my, on my channel. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just an angry rant. Yeah, it's usually just an angry rant. Something happens, I'm pissed about it, and my guest cancels. I'm like, fuck it! <laughs> We're going live! <laughs> you ever see that Bill O'Reilly clip? Maybe, I don't... Pull that up. <laughs> We're... Bill O'Reilly, fuck it. We're going... Oh, shit, you pull all the stops. That's what this is. Yeah, yeah, man. This is the real, uh, the real. you know, I'm going to turn the AC on. Are you <laughs> hot? Me? Is anybody else hot, or is it just me? I'm all right. Ooh. I mean, my cheeks are red, but I'm drinking. Yeah, and no, this was the week where I like decided to turn off my AC. Oh, yeah, I mean, shit, it's finally getting colder. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play it, play it. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. Okay, I don't know what. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. No, there it is. We are gonna do sting. Yeah. Okay, but. Now, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Jesus. Okay. I'm so glad this guy's done. There's no oh words God. there to play us out. What does that mean? To play us out? It's, Sting is going to do it's a video. Sting video. What is. For credits. I don't know what that means to play us out. <laughs> is he like this when he like, reads actual show? news? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Well, he's not. He yeah. got right, canceled go, a couple go. years ago, yeah. but. That's tomorrow, and that is that. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Three. That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. And we will leave you with a. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll do it live. Fuck it. I can all write it, and we'll do it live. <laughs> Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> That's tomorrow, and that is it for us today. I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks again for watching. We'll leave you with Sting and a cut off his new album. Take it away. Was Sting watching all that happened too? Probably. He's fucking this. No, I've never heard that one. Oh my god, that's a classic. I feel like Sting uh, was just like I. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> all right, I guess I'll just start playing. <laughs> God, fucking Bill O'Reilly, man. I'm so glad that guy's done. I don't know, like, those people, like, the big old news people. Mm. I've never, like, learned about them. You're not missing out. I know, like, <laughs> Anderson Cooper's one of them. That's, Dude. That's all I know. That guy's that guy's weird. He has so much fucking, like, prosthetic shit going on there. Yeah. Like, his whole face is fake. <laughs> that guy's plastic surgery for sure. I guarantee. Look it up. I could be, I, I don't want to promote any incorrect facts, but. He's just, like. Isn't he like oddly buff or something like that too? Oh, I'm sure. He he puts just like way too much effort into Yeah, that guy. You gotta do plastic sir. That looks he looks like he has his cheek. I mean he, he looks, has the cheek looks for he sure. looks like a Kendall, yeah. Plastic surgery. Huh? Nothing comes up. Hmm. It's a conspiracy. <laughs> oh, I guess he doesn't. <laughs> He's just handsome. Okay, never mind. Anderson Cooper, you just got the good jeans. Good job. He was made for TV. You heard it from here first. <laughs> we made uh, up a rumor and, like, fuck, what's the word? <laughs> um, no, you know, and that's the good thing. You know, talking kind of about technology and how it's kind of ruining magic. That is one of the good things, I think, for, like, like news. Like, I think the online is a better venue. For- it's also super dangerous. Yeah, true. Because they're just shitting out information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Like, anything that happens, I want to wait a few days to respond to it because yeah. everyone's so angry immediately. And I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what's actually going on because also you see three different sites say three different things. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, well, and, you know, not to get into this too much, but like everything that's going on right now, I feel like this year especially has been the year that everybody can plainly see like there's so much misinformation. Yeah. Like it's all over the fucking place. And, I, like, I don't know what to believe for like the big stuff. I honestly don't. Yeah, it, it's kind of the thing like um, is the only way to know anymore to be there. Yeah. You know, I like mean, anyone can fabricate anything these days. Yeah, and you know, there's just somebody – stupidly and happily living without a cell phone right now mm. like someone just doesn't know anything and they're just fucking happy and everyone else would call them an idiot but like yeah i have always aspired to do that um i, I can't ha- i had a i had a phone or no i didn't have a phone like two years ago wow. for like three months and it was like the happiest three months of my life people could not get a hold of me they were pissed and i was like i don't care i'm chilling <laughs> so like i i mean i'm on my phone all the time and i hate it but like I don't know what else to do. Read a book. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, there's the dopamine rush that, you know, every yeah. time you get a notification, you get that fucking dopamine mm-hmm. rush. I was in the tub today, and I heard my phone go off in the Bluetooth, and, like, I was just like, ooh. <laughs> someone wanted something <laughs> someone, from me. Someone wants attention. <laughs>
Uh, well, shit. I think we've been pussyfooting around this for long enough. Let's do some, uh, you got I, some blockhead shit? Yeah, you want to see a stunt? Yeah, let's do a stunt here. All right, so I have a few different options, and then also the nail in my ear. So there's these two tiny screwdrivers, which I've successfully once done a blockhead with, an Allen wrench, which as far as I've seen, I was the first to ever do this, and I have this big old screwdriver. We can do all of them, or you can pick one for now. I think for dramatic effect, we should start with the smaller one. All right. Or I guess, which one's easier? The smaller one is really oh, simple I, for me. That's what I would have thought. All right. So here, I mean, <laughs> yeah, loop it up. <laughs> I'm bringing my thing of Vaseline. No, so it's a normal screwdriver. And something I hate about this set is this spins, and people are like, oh, what, does it detract? I'm like, no, I don't know what the fuck it does. It's a weird Milwaukee screwdriver. They don't also make magic kits. So all I do is just... Do that, and it just, I don't know where the camera is. Right above the TV. Uh, slide good. right in, and there's that. Simple enough. So what I've also been trying to do, see, I'll put this one in, and if I can find the right spot. There we got two screwdrivers inside. Devil penetration! Pretty much. <laughs> Holy shit. There's that. God damn. You have a weird hobby. I know. <laughs> and, like, and the weird thing with it is like, if I'm alone and like completely sober, it fucking sucks to practice. Because it just hurts. So I was, kinda, I was wondering, because you were going to like be drinking. Does drinking affect any of this? It, like, um, it loosens you up a bit, and um, having an audience loosens you up a shit ton because um really having the audience loosens you up for this yeah because i feel like my body's like we can't fuck this up for them that's yeah the complete opposite reaction we, I would have. <laughs> no i'm like so like if i'm alone and just trying it like i'll struggle to fit something inside me or whatever i mean yeah huh. it sounds weird but yeah because um your body just rejects it it'll tighten up it'll like yeah just because you're not feeling it i guess huh yeah it's weird it's <laughs> so, like usually like because for, like, the dangerous shit I'm sober for, but, like, for this kind of stuff that I know and, like, I've lived and breathed this, I'll get a little drunk just to, like, help just, like, really get stuff in and, like, yeah. So we're going to show this later. You you have a tub of glass. I do. <laughs> glass, broken glass bottles. Yeah, and it's all just side. normal alcohol bottle. Like, there's some of these in there. Yep. So we're going to get to that, but, like, do you, you ever do that under the influence or is that something you do sober? So that's one... Um, I have a buddy who lives like two blocks from me. I text him first. Like, hey, you home? Just to make sure in case I do have to like go to the hospital. But um, like sobriety doesn't really matter for that one because okay. I'm just walking on it. I'll cut myself regardless, yes or no. Wow, really? So, I mean, if I do cut myself, it doesn't matter yeah. how much I drank. Okay. Um, so I, I, I assume there's like just a fuck ton callus in the bottom of your foot from that. Yeah, so um, rock climbing, I do that in my free time. That helps a lot too. Oh. I'm a big being barefoot like i'm a fan of that kind of stuff oh yeah we, we were talking about that being yeah barefoot yeah. Ooh, also another stuff i have is that <laughs> just put that on the table for now hell it's yeah a mouse trap. <laughs> yeah damn yeah Sh shove another thing in your nose all right um <laughs> this is great for audio so which one do you want big yeah. one or curved uh one well i think we, well i don't know which one's bigger like which one's so this i think one? we should build up i don't know then i don't know this is, yeah. Left or right? Left. All right, we're doing the Allen wrench. Ooh. So the way I found I could do this is I was like, oh, this would be fun if I could put in, like maybe like flick it with my tongue, see if I could get like this thing to spin. <laughs> and I couldn't get it in for the life of me. 
I don't know why. And I also don't know why I can get it in this way, but I can get the curve part. Yeah, so it's a weird process that I honestly don't understand. But, let's see. <gasps> so there that is. If anybody's listening to this, go on YouTube and watch this shit. You were missing out if you were just getting the audio. Oh my god, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus there Christ. That. <laughs> yeah, and like it it doesn't that one didn't like hurt me, but it's very uncomfortable. Like my eye waters a little yeah, bit just I from that. Yeah. So um what I'm doing is I am touching a part of my body that you've never felt. You've never felt anything touch the inside. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So like um I do this also with the power drill. I should have brought it by forgot to and like it like scratches me up sometimes or whatever because it's a spinning power drill inside of me and like when i scratch it it's a completely new sensation it is like a part of me being touched that has never felt anything before it's weird that's really weird yeah <laughs> do you like do you, do you have an idea of like what kind of part maybe i, I mean like know. you can like trace it back a little bit like you know like how like the pain kind of like creates like a little like tree of Ooh, nerves okay. or whatever so like it's like that but um i don't know if this is true or not but also i noticed that this tooth is slightly lower than this tooth. And my theory is that I've like shoved it down by foreign <laughs> objects. Because when I was first doing this, um, I could feel my palate readjust, like the roof of your mouth. It would like, I could feel it bend when I put a nail inside because it was readjusting to something it's never felt before. And um, that was before like I've like really, oh yeah, I guess this is also another thing I can put in Yeah, that. yeah. I, I, that is a really cool, uh, I don't have earrings myself, but yeah, it's, it's no, I have cool just one. the one normal piercing that I've okay. never taken out. I love when people like compliment my earrings. I'm like, thanks. I got from Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. That's so all I, need. I don't know which one's actually bigger. Screwdriver's a little longer. Nails I think a the thicker. nail's a little thicker. Yeah. 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 Cause also the only way I can tell is I have this nail tattoo that matches up. So this might sound kind of weird, but like, what is the like thickest, like girthiest thing you put in your, in your nose? Well, I mean, this i guess because like what is that like, yeah half inch? i don't understand how it works it's like it, a half inch yeah like i don't know where it goes just down <laughs> you don't even understand no like because <laughs> god the first time i did this i was like what the fuck is happening and i just kept going it was super confusing yeah no so like yeah this is the longest i've ever done um because the power drill extension i bought is way too long i call it the lobotomy but like it's like this long so like obviously i can't get in that far but um the issue is when you, like, turn it on, it, like, shakes because it's so long. It's, like, kind of just, like, bouncing around a little bit. So, like, I can't aim properly. So, girthiest, I guess, this. Um, I've gotten, like, more of a grappling hook inside than I would have expected. But it's not a lot. Mm. Yeah, because I'm – and then um, uh, one time for Christmas, I strung Christmas lights through me. Threw my nose out my mouth mm. and, like, was pulling that. And they weren't, like, the normal Christmas tree Christmas lights. They were obviously a lot smaller than that. But yeah, still, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that w- that would be like one of the smallest things I've gotten through me, but it took forever. And that's something like I can't do on stage because it'd be like, all right, I'm gonna need like 30 minutes of standing here. I'm gonna gag a bunch, and you just wait, because like you get it through, and um, because it's just Christmas lights, like you have to like kind of torque it how you think it should go, but you miss, and like it just starts going down your throat. You accidentally swallow it and like tugs an inch of it down, because like you're just trying to find the right hole. So how do you not like throw up doing that? Um, I never. I haven't yet. 
Really? Wow. No. Um. Like, have you ever like done the thing as a kid? I remember doing this. I don't know if it was a normal thing, but like, you eat spaghetti, you like swallow it, but then you like can like I pull never, on it. No. See, I never did that. No. <laughs> I don't know if that was a thing people did. I remember doing that. Maybe yeah. thing you. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, stepping stones to your. Yeah, career. I don't know. Like when people like suck mad dick. Where does the fuck does that go? <laughs> you know. I mean, people have sucked a dick a lot bigger than this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's not up their nose, but it's still down their throat. There's the there's subreddit where... Uh, they, there's a lot of subreddits <laughs> about that. The, there's one where they have, like, x-ray porno. It'll, like, oh, show, like, it'll show, like, how far up the dick actually goes up the chicken. So that's it's not like, even, like, sexy. That's just science. Yeah, it's like, it's going to their stomach, and you're like... <laughs> <laughs> I'm never watching porn again. <laughs> like, does that ruin it, or does that make it better? I don't know. It might like deter me for a couple hours, no. <laughs> and, then, and then I get bored. Uh, one of uh, I'm, you know Riley Reed, right? I yeah, I know the name. So yeah. like, I don't actually know porn stars. Okay, really. that, that's she a is good, one. That's right? a good yeah, thing. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> I've heard of like the big ones. Like, I I know her name and like Alexis Texas and yeah. Fuck, who's the other one who's like really mad at the porn industry now? I don't remember. She's one of the more famous. Uh, Lana Rhodes. Lana Rhodes? Mm, don't know her. No. She's like dating like Logan Paul's friend. I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I obviously know way more about this than I should. <laughs> no. God, I remember growing up, I was always, I don't know if I did this because I thought it was better than people, but I was always like a hipster of porn. Like I'd, I'd watch the things that like, like I never use like Pornhub or X video. Like, oh, I never used the normal. No, I used like the dumbest fucking. You went to Porchan or no? Um, I somehow I don't even know how the fuck I found these. But like I remember my favorite porn site when I was younger was Mobile Boner. I've never heard of that. No, one no one has. Boner. I don't know why I used it. And like, oh god, I still don't feel good about this. The other one was like called like Motherless, and like the tagline was like "It's okay, she's not watching." I don't know like why I used those, but I did. I I don't know if I was too good for the normal. Red tube and <laughs> porn hub. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I, there's a lot of porn out I there. don't know if I'd recommend them <laughs> or if they still exist. I think in this day and age, if you don't know what porn site to go to, you I, I don't know how to help you. You know, I say find your own. Yeah, It's exactly. your own little take the Take the path less traveled. Look that your up. Computer, how much, your computer will hate you for it. Look up how much the internet is porn. It's it, it's, it's a, a huge percent. It's insane. It's like, yeah. I want to say 60, 70 percent. And I think it least. is, yeah. It's so much. But anyways, going back to <laughs> Riley Reed, uh, she actually was on a podcast, and she said that if her dog got hit by a car, that she would eat it. Why? Why'd she say that? I don't know. <laughs> that was like her. So like, and so Molly is always giving me shit for like liking Riley Reed because it's like, you fucking dog killer. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah, like, she what else the cultures that eat dog like yeah like if i went to a restaurant i wouldn't order dog but the person next to me did i'd ask for a bite <laughs> i went to four that, percent like, no way no there's no way it's 4%. that's that's the government fucking meddling and shit or something there's no fucking way it's that low no because i thought it was like yeah 70 percent. that's what i heard at one point I've I watched a documentary. I heard that Pornhub got more views than YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter combined. Really? A day. See, I did not add to that. Uh, this one says 30%. Still, that seems. They obviously don't know what the fuck they're talking about. 
The answer is nobody knows. There's too much. <laughs> Except for one man who's trying to watch it all. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the problem. If anyone wants to study porn, they probably get lost in it. And they, oh, you get, fuck! You get sidetracked a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, being like a porn editor. Because like, I'm in video production right now. I have yeah. to like, edit videos. God, you would never be able to get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> God, that would be a weird job. <clears throat> okay, so you want to try the nail? Is that something you're willing to? Do? I don't know. I don't nail or screwdriver. Yeah, nails a little bit. Obviously, you're used to this, so yeah, I don't no. feel. So I can try the nail. <clears throat> do you think there's any like health risks in like putting saliva on something and putting it in your nose? Oh no, because like you cough up your own saliva. Yeah, I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah, so like good point. Same like snot, like when you like or whatever. Yeah, that's way worse. That's what. Well, that's what travels. That's what I'm like using mm, that yeah. like little pathway, yeah. So this one will be a little bit harder, probably. I don't know which way to face. So use my right nostril. <laughs> the camera is right above the camera. Yeah, uh, the so TV, I'm doing that. So. But also, like, I'll be tiny. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I'll just do this. There we go. So that one hurts a bit more. Yeah. Damn. So, so let's look. That's like, so that's like oh, how probably, deep it goes. Yeah, that's probably like three and a half it inches. It goes about to your earlobe. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So like here, like now my eyes really watering because this one really readjusts me. Yeah, and like this one hurts, but I'm fine with it. I'm used to it, and it fades. <laughs> I am out of beer though. Um, you know we're kind of at the 45 minute mark, so let's just take a little wow. uh, quick break here. Uh, I need to use restroom. And, Sounds good. Uh, yeah. Come right back. Cool. All right. We're back. <laughs> All right. Anyway, sorry, you were saying? Oh, yeah, with weed, like, I don't really, I've only smoked it probably, like, 20 times in my life. I've done, like, I've okay. messed with other drugs, just shrooms and acid before. Mm. Both super fun. I love acid. See, acid, the two times I've done it, one time I did it alone, which I was told not to, but, like, it was still okay, but, like, I didn't get anything accomplished. I just kind of laid there and, like, stretched for a while. Hmm. Like, that was it. It was just one tab? Yeah. And, like, hmm. I don't think it was great. And then the second time I did it, it was way too strong so um yeah because i was in iowa city at my buddy's place and i remember we were gonna go to his girlfriend's house to and he was gonna smoke for the first time ever and i dropped ass and i was the only one who was doing it and we were like a group of people and everyone else was gonna smoke except for my like caretaker great guy one of my best friends and we get to her place and like my buddy's like what you're not gonna smoke with me this is my first time so i do with him and i had um it's called like a time loop or something like that and that's where, like, every few seconds you kind of forget what was going on. Um, and, like, then you re-remember and, like, oh, right, I'm super fucked up. And um, so I, the best way I can describe it, it's, like, if you're looking at a computer with a hundred of the same um, pages open mm-hmm. and you just keep hitting minimize as fast as you can, like, where everything's, like, shrinking around itself. And, yeah, it was awful. And then um, the fire alarms went off because they were smoking. That smoke- happened from smoking weed? Yeah. Damn. No, they were smoking a shit ton. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and um, so and the f- fucked up thing was um, between every fire alarm, I would forget. I wouldn't think about the fire alarm, and then so every single fire alarm was my initial jump in fear. <laughs> so yeah, it was awful. And I turned to my like my caretaker. I was like, "Hey, we're okay, right?" And he looks at me like, "I got to get the fuck out of here." <laughs> this is the guy You're in charge. Okay. Of, yeah, this is the guy in charge of me. So I like grab out his arm. He walks me out. Yeah. Jesus and um, Christ. yeah, and like, so like, I couldn't even enjoy that one. I remember later on, um, it was just me and him. I was like, hey, you need to put on something I know every word to, so I can track time. 
So he puts Ooh. on like an episode of like Arrested Development, our community. I can't remember. It's something where I know every single line of dialogue. And then I look at my phone and it turns out it was Daylight Savings. So I watched it go back to like 2 a.m. or when I remember what the fuck it is. And I just started fucking crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like I've not fucked with acid since. <laughs> Shit, even my last time, um, I haven't smoked weed in forever. But um, last time I did edibles, I haven't fucked with it since because um, I had a shitty day. Or no, I was driving to work. I remember like my t- um, brakes gave out. And like, so I was like super fucked up. I called her and I was like, hey, I almost died, so I'm not wasting the rest of this day at work. So I went home and I just like took my car and whatever, dropped it off. And I just relaxed and took an edible. Mm. And I was hanging out and um, I ended up playing VR. And I played Skyrim VR, which <laughs> is way too fucking big. And at one point, like, I'm still in VR and I'm like, see, I kind of know like the layout of my apartment. Here's like this nice little yoga mat. I lay that down. I lay down. I fucking fall asleep. <laughs> and then so I wake up still super fucking high. And I wake up, I'm looking at a blue sky. And, like, I sit up, I'm in grass, I look over, there's a fucking old-timey cottage. Like, I'm, I woke up uh, in Skyrim VR. No way! I've yeah. never heard of that! No, it was shit. awful. And, like, I was dumb enough to not realize I was in VR, but I was smart enough to know, remember how, like, the controllers work. So, yeah, I have not, I have not done anything with weed since that. Oh, shit. Yeah. Well... As I always say, different drugs work differently for different people. And it's all on just, like, your specific scenario. Because, like, the first, so the first drug I ever did was shrooms. Really? Yeah, before I okay. even smoked weed. Before I even really, like, really started to drink either, I did shrooms. And it was incredible. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. And, like, I hate how people are like, yeah, I did shrooms and I saw a fucking dragon. Like, no, Oh, yeah. yeah. We, were, we've, uh, we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Like, people yeah. do not, like, people who have not tripped have that idea that it's like yeah. the dragons in front of your fridge it's like no that's not what fucking happens no it's just that your fridge is like breathing and yeah weird shit exactly like that. No. or like glowing yeah yeah not even glowing. i don't know because um i remember uh, the best experience and like you think you're having these deep talks and then you remember like oh no i was just a fucking idiot but it was still like it was incredible in the moment it was like it helped you somehow so i remember i was laying like face down on the carpet and it was me and my roommate were tripping and he was mad at the couch because it was breathing and like i see this little cheeto crumb in the carpet and, like, I remember I do this, and I reach down like this, and in my mind, this is the hand of God. <laughs> like, my hand, and then and I pick up this Cheeto crumb, and I was like, dude, this is me. Like, <laughs> I was just convinced. Like, yeah, and, like, I had this super deep moment. It was great for me. And he was like, well, you got to put it back. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, you have to release yourself back. Like, he was already sold. Like, yeah, that you're that fucking Cheeto crumb. And, like, I throw it back. I remember I just started weeping because I couldn't Damn. find it again. So, like, I recommend that. And then I remember I, ended up, I put on a suit and I went to um, Hy-Vee because oh, I wanted snacks. And I was like, I'm tripping, but like if I wear a suit, no one will, <laughs> no one will think that the guy in the suit's high right now. That's true. <laughs> Except for the suit was like Miss Button. And I had a tie on over the collar. Like I, I was, and like my pupils were just, Ooh, yeah, so I was just yeah. staring at everybody. I remember everyone kind of, um, it was like the top of their head was bigger than the bottom half. So they're kind of like, like bugs. And yeah, and like, because I thought I was ready to go in public because I was on like the wind down. And I was not ready. Yeah, yeah, and I was just in a, I was in a suit and I was sweating. Yeah, yeah, I can't do uh like in public while I'm tripping. Mm-hmm. It's like not a thing. Well, also just being like raised by a cop, I am built to be um mm-hmm. like I think I'm gonna get in trouble. Yeah, that's um, another reason I don't like smoking weed just because of the smell and mm-hmm. all that. And like, it's a good point. I have like I love my apartment and nothing's worth losing that over. It's like it's all that weird stuff. Mm. No, I mean, that, and that's totally fair. Um, yeah, like because I like smoking weed, but I have to feel completely safe mm. to do it, to enjoy it. Well, um, well, okay, we're not gonna talk about that here on the podcast. But uh, so as I just 
like blot out all my illegal activity. No, you're fine. I just don't want to like inference like specifically that that's happening here. But oh, right. um, <laughs> sure. Yeah, you're good. Uh, but no, like I'm honestly the opposite when it comes to psychedelics. Like I I cannot stand mushrooms. Really? I always get the worst experiences. I get way into my head. I fucking hate it. I, like I freak out. I get like really bad like sometimes like murderous thoughts and like i'm not like i'm not a violent person i'm not someone that like wants to hurt people but like for some reason sometimes when i'm tripping i'm with another person like i just want to murder them (laughs) and it's the fucking freakiest shit well yeah because that would also be shitty for the other person they're (laughs) tripping and you're just like i don't know why but i want to kill you right now and they're just like what (laughs) well are you harboring some feelings against me (laughs) well shit no but like with acid it's longer and like I understand why people are scared of it, but like I, I am like never I'm never like too in my head. I've had experiences where like I'll start to get in my head and I'm really easily able to pull myself okay. out. Yeah. I wouldn't mind doing it again. Just like one tab I did wasn't great and the other one was way too strong. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no. Um and you know, acid is a really sketchy thing, especially with it being legal. You don't know what it is, yeah. you don't know how much it is. Like also, people because like I paid like ten bucks for a tab. That's that's you know they actually say um, like ten dollar tabs are like the good shit and yeah. if you pay more it's crappy. It's yeah, crappy but like acid. also like you know like ten bucks. How much does this random dealer give a shit about ten? Like it's true. You don't know. It's weird. So I remember I heard a story about a dealer where he was like trying to like pour the tabs on some acid, and um he spilled it on his hand, <laughs> like, a f- like just covered his hand and, and then he had to go to his high school graduation. <laughs> like so, like that terrifies me. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Well, the good acid, they just take the sheet and they dip it. Oh. Yeah. So that'd be a lot, wouldn't it? I thought you like had a drop, oh, like drip, like with a eyedropper. So this is getting really technical, but like, sure. Um, like a regular tab of LSD is like a hundred micrograms. Sure. And then like, so when I was in South Dakota, we got a sheet of acid for like one hundred fifty bucks, mm-hmm. which is like a cheapest fuck, a dollar fifty a tab, and it was two hundred fifty wow. to three hundred micrograms. Wow. So you would take two and you would like trip fucking balls. I had an out of body experience. I shot out of my body. Where, I was like, I was in Cannes, South Dakota. I was, okay. Because I was wondering, like, if you were in like the Badlands, that'd be incredible. No, no, nothing like that. Um, like, so Cannes, South Dakota is like, <coughs> I'm trying to think of my direction. It's like northeast, like northeast. <laughs> we're like east part of South Dakota, but so not Badlands. But um, no, like I had like an out of body experience. Like I shot yeah. like 20, 25 feet above my body. And, yeah. Like, saw the entire town and do you think that's real no no okay i think it's i think it's just uh you wanted, my mental perception you wanted to think that okay yeah because like uh, so not to get too existential but i am an atheist sure so i just think like i you know and there are a lot of people who take psychedelics and like that leads them to religious religious experiences mm-hmm. but my whole thing is like i don't think we understand consciousness enough to just say that like that was a religious experience. I think that there's something scientific to it. Well, also, like, like you're melting your fucking brain exactly. in, in the moment. Exactly. And your brain's exactly. desperately trying to make a sense of it, which is a lot of why religion was created was because mm-hmm. people wanted to make sense of existence. Exactly. Well, and you know, a lot of, um, I was hearing this the other day, like the burning bush of Moses. Hmm? People have actually, um, they thought, thought it was weed. Yeah. Well, yeah. um, DMT specifically. Oh, that's shit. What, that's okay. what I heard. I've heard that. That would make more sense why I was like, that fucking bush is talking to me. <laughs> Shit, I don't remember what the burning bush, I don't remember what the burning bush wanted him to do. Like, just step closer. He's like, you won't it burn gave your- him the ten- It was God. It gave oh, that him was the Ten, ten Commandments. commandments. <laughs> yep. 
Yep. All right. So he just like he just tripped DMT. He was like, "All right, here's ten things we all gotta do, man. All don't right, we're don't not- kill me. <laughs> don't fuck my wife. Yeah, I mean like it's like shit like that. Yeah. God is number one, obviously. He's talking to me right now. <laughs> well, because his if that was DMT, he was like, "I'm God. They don't know that, but I'm God. That's fine." Yeah, don't take my shit. Don't kill me, and don't fuck my wife, you piece of shit. I'm looking at you, Greg. Like I feel like that's what it was. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't include anything about rape or slavery or well, no, like child pedophilia, but yep, those are ten perfect. Well, because like <laughs> rape, they're like, hey, you own her now. <laughs> you fuck you, you own her. That's good enough for me. Are you all right with that? Yeah. Shit, I have like ten wives now. Yeah, and <laughs> oh, like, geez. yeah, I know. And like slaves are like, hey, just don't kill it, I guess. Dude, like it's fuck. Like I like Christianity as the pure, pure basics. Mm. Like I like the ideas, but like you know these. Also, I know that one. It was told for like hundreds of years before it was written down, right? Like it. Took yeah, it, it was. It was telephone, word to mouth. Yeah, and you know? and like you know the telephone was like, oh, fuck. I just I look what's only, going on now. I only, <laughs> yeah, like you know, like one guy's like, God, I only slave. I don't want people to be a dick about it, so I'm just gonna say that's okay. Yeah. yeah hey, did you yeah. hear about the Bible? I can own these people. Yeah, it's like shit like that. So like. And, like, the whole Jesus thing doesn't actually really make sense. Like, he died for our sins for, like, three days. and But, like, he was also God, but God made him do this. And the sin was that a woman bit an apple because a snake wanted her to. Like, it's, like, shit like that. Isn't that? That's the original sin, right? That yeah, we, yep. We chose knowledge over comfort. Yeah, basically which, we just denied God. That was the original sin. Not even that. It was like, this is the fruit of knowledge. Don't eat it. I'm like, I want to know shit. Obviously yeah. I'm going to eat. And, like, the snake was like, hey, you should probably eat that. I'm like, yeah, I know. Like, like the Adam and Eve, like I believe, I, I don't really believe in basic Christianity, but I, I wouldn't be opposed to it being real. But I don't believe in Adam and Eve and that bullshit. Mm. Also, I read the Bible recently. It took eight chapters for him to kill everybody on earth. <laughs> no, like Noah is eight chapters in. And one of those chapters is like, you know, Isaiah lived to 500 years old, but his wife only lived to 380. I don't know what happened in between. That's it. Like it's bullshit like that. And also like they have kids and their kids have kids. They... Like, they have, like, two sons, and one of them murdered the other pretty much, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I, I, who did they fuck? Yeah, well, that's always the thing, because, like, I remember, like, when I was a kid, because I was very, very strict Catholic, but I remember, I remember even, that, yeah. even early in my days, I was, like, questioning the faith. Mm-hmm. I remember talking, like, wait, so this doesn't make any sense. So if Adam and Eve had these kids... And then one of the kids died, and then like another kid just met a random person, and then they yeah. like that doesn't make any sense. Like how how's and then they're like shut up. Well, yeah, and like you know <laughs> this those, is truth. The, the people who are anti like LGBT are like you know it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. Oh, but I then they freak the ad. But also I can fuck my mom if I want. Like that's what the Bible says according to that. Yeah, the the fucking I heard that all the time. Well, yeah, talking about that small town can so much homophobia. Like, yeah, I could not fucking stand it. There were sometimes I had to walk away. And I was like, and like the thing about like being an ally for LGBT, it's the easiest fucking thing because all you have to do is not be a dick about it. <laughs> like you know, like yeah, people should be married. All right, that's it. Yeah, like I just like don't have to dismiss them as humans. Yeah, exactly. Well, and you know, uh, it's kind of the argument like if you really care that much about somebody else's sexuality, like you're the one that has a problem. Well, yeah, you know absolutely. what I mean? <laughs> like maybe you are harboring some homosexual feelings that you're just not willing to come That's to a terms lot of with. It, yeah. You know? Like like I yeah, people are gay. Like why why do you fucking <laughs> care? Why do you care what they do in their bedroom? Like why do you give a shit? The it only legitimately reason, does not matter to yeah, you. Yeah. The only reason anybody gives a shit about that kind of stuff is is because of religion. Yeah. That's no, the only fucking reason. Yeah. 
No, that's oh crazy. Because, like, yeah, like, I, I get why, but a lot of people assume I'm gay. And that's because I look like this a lot. You know, I wear makeup. I wear, like, weird clothing. I do weird shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, like, it's, like, weird that I've dealt with homophobia. I'm like, dude, I, I don't even do that. <laughs> you're, so, you're just so much a piece of shit that you assume I am and you're a dick to me about it. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, well, and, like, that's why I really kind of have, like, always appreciated about you is, like, I'm not going to lie, you definitely, like, have that. And, like, you just said, like, you have that kind of persona, that vibe. We're like, (laughs) is he? But, like, the fact that you're willing to just be, like, I'm not, but, like, I don't have a problem with it. And, like, it doesn't fucking matter. I'm just me. Like, that's so fucking good. Well, like, with the whole, like, pansexual, bisexual, homosexual, heterosexual, like, the whole spectrum thing. I do believe in that because, like, you know, there's some guys I'm like, God, he's fucking hot. But like, you know, I don't want to choke on his dick right now. But, like, you know, I appreciate it. Yeah, it's like, because, like, I do find men attractive. But, like, never want to see him pull their dick out. Never into mm. that. Yeah, because that is beyond threatening. I don't understand how all women, or not all women, but a lot of women deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, and also men, like, because, like, again, like, I give off, like, gay vibes. So I've been, like, talking to a guy. Like, I remember I was talking to this guy at a party, and he had, like, a super cool, like, college major. I was like, fuck, tell me about it. That sounds so interesting. And he starts talking to me about it, and he, like, throws an arm around me. I'm like, god damn it. This is what we're doing. <laughs> you were just, Can't we just be friends? Well, yeah, like, no, he was in, like, micro robotics. I'm like, wow, that's fucking cool. I'm like, oh, god, now he just wants me to suck his dick. Like, that's not what I want right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And also, I'm tired of, like, people, like, denying all the LGBT shit. Because, like, you know, in my mind, I bet there's some aliens out there I want to fuck. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, call it, what do they call it, like, LGBT UFO kind of <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, you know, like. It's like Star Trek. Yeah, they had no. the fuck hot, the hot alien. <laughs> He's, like, in bed and it's just, like, an alien. Yeah, yeah man. Well, yeah. I think it's so funny that Star Trek is known. I. I guess I'm not positive on this, but people say it is that it's the first kiss between a man and a minority because that's how they classify them. Yeah, it's um, him and, like, that black woman kiss, right? But, like, also, like, behind doors, he's fucking a woman who's green. Why? Like, yeah, no. Like, hey, what, what is she when she takes off all that paint? Like, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, the guy with pointy ears, he can fuck anyone he wants as long as she's not anything else. Yeah, it's crazy yeah yeah all the societal standards and you know they all stem from fucking i feel like i feel like a lot of them stem from religion if not all of them religion just fear which is also yeah. what religion like i think religion comes from fear yeah and that's where i actually might disagree with you in christianity because i feel like christianity well i understand what you're saying in terms of like act like so i when i say that i mean fear of death i think oh, okay. i think because humans are one of the few species that know I'm going to die someday. Yep, it's true. And then I'm like, well, what the fuck happens after that? And, like, if people are like, eh, nothing, I would have an existential crisis. Mm. And, like, people are like, hey, you go to this really cool place that's somehow better than West Virginia, because that's their slogan. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, uh, yeah, it's all really interesting, all that kind of stuff. You yeah. talk about that for hours. <laughs> yeah. Like, I love, like, so, like, I've studied... Not all religions, because there's a ridiculous amount. But, like, I've, mm-hmm. I've tried to study most of the main ones. The only one I haven't really gotten into is Hindu. Like, mm. I like the idea of reincarnation or the Mor- – God, I might be mistaken, too. But I think the Mormon one is, like, you get your own planet or something like that, and you're, like, God of that's that. That's uh, – isn't that the – oh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, I think Mormons. that's Mormon. But they, they Not say- that you get your own planet. I think it's, like, a separate planet. Like, heaven is, like, a separate planet. Why don't you look that up, Molly? Yeah. What? The Mormon and the planet thing, because I've heard that. Because, like – 
of all the like religious texts I've read, Mormonism is the one I can't get through <laughs> because like you don't like this. It's pretty ridiculous. Well, like, yeah, you know these two like low cute guys in their short sleeve button ups knocked on my door and they were super polite. They helped me move. Oh really? Yeah, they're like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just moving because I'm going to the bar. I'm like, oh, can we help? I'm like, sure, I won't join your cult, but yeah. <laughs> but like, elder whatever the fuck his name was gave me his book, and um, I like was. Because I try to read all religious Was text. that the guy that we worked with? No, not him. He was cool. <laughs> yeah. But like, he, also, he was probably the coolest Mormon I've yeah. ever met. And when I said, like, <laughs> yeah. No, I like I don't remember his fucking name. But, yeah, I liked him. Yeah. But, um, no, it was just some random guy knocked on my door. He was nice and all. And, like, he gives me his book. And then I'm, like, flipping through it. And, like, three pages in, I see white Jesus with a bunch of Native Americans. <laughs> I'm like, no. This absolutely <laughs> didn't happen. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you're a lot nicer to those people than I am. Yeah, Mormons believe they will receive their own planet when they die. Well, that's, that's the popular notion. Becoming like God. God, I'd be a horrible God. It's a popular way to Oh, okay, but, yeah. but the cartoonish image of people receiving their own planets is not how they see it. That's kind of the fundamental problem. What? It is and it isn't, basically. Yeah. That's kind of the fundamental problem, though, is like trying like i understand the whole like you know things are religious and like there's their own meaning to it but like mm-hmm. how do you explain that yeah you know <laughs> i mean no because it's ridiculous also john smith or whatever his name he was a huxler by far because he was like i can read these little things that's his name right john smith uh, i think I look that up yeah I, i'm not familiar with this well he was yeah, like i the seeing, the seeing yeah the golden tablets he's like yeah. i can only i can read them and only i know where they're buried and then the second time he read them he's like oh these are a little different than last time yeah, fuck off. <laughs> if anybody says shit like that, I'm like, no, I, I don't buy it. There's too much room for... I think it's... Yeah, Joseph Smith. Joseph oh, Smith, not John Smith. Oh, yeah. yep. Yeah. Joseph Smith, yep. Yeah, and, like, the crazy thing, like, like when I said all religions matter to this one guy, it's because he was like, you know, Jesus Christ will come back. I'm like, yeah, maybe, and then I'll know. But, you know, like, I also... And, like, if you ever say the word Muhammad, they're like face gets yep i'm like muhammad like he was i'm sure he said some dumb shit or whatever because all of them do because it's not a direct translation but like he said like like you read if you pick out a single passage from the torah the quran and the bible that you wouldn't know where it came from because usually just like hey don't be a dick yeah well that's kind of the thing about the the jews it's like (laughs) they're they're like you know we're pretty much cool with anything just don't be a dick yeah well I always think it's fine the word Jews. Like, you say it just with a little bit of edge, it sounds like you're a horrible person. Yeah, right? Just, like, right? Yeah. That's like, um, I always love the idea of, I had a bit where it was like, you know, on Easter, like, you know, they talk about Jesus Christ. I'm like, if they're like, you know, this is the cru- crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Like, just the different ways you can say his name and mean something completely different. Yeah. People just lose their fucking shit. Yeah, you know. It. Well, it'd be like, you know, there's Muslims, there's Christians, there's Jews. Like, if you just say it the wrong way, it's instantly. Was it xenophobic? Is that? Yeah, yeah. I think that's, yeah. like, the people who are against Jews. Which, I never understood that. For, what, why do people hate them? Well, well, it actually ties into the Christianity because, like, they they killed Jesus even they, though Jesus well, yeah, was they a killed, Jew. They killed Jesus, and then Jesus said the Jews specifically were the chosen ones. Yeah, so which people get all butthurt about. God, that. I'm gonna be completely wrong about this, but I feel like your listeners wouldn't fact check me. But um, didn't they not do the thing they're supposed to do to get the land that they said was promised or something like that? It's a really deep cut. Yeah, why don't you look at? That'd be really. That'd be really hard. Yeah, I don't know how to exactly look that up, but like the promised people in the promised land, I thought they didn't try like Jewish promised land or something like Jews promised land or something like that. Yeah, I. 
God, I might be completely wrong about this. Luckily, no one I know that's Jewish would hate me. Only for an this. American would type yeah. that into Google. <laughs> <laughs> the land of milk and honey. Huh. So there's just a lot of cows and bees. I don't know. Oh, wait, wait, isn't that the whole thing with like the the Muslims? Isn't that the, the they're Christian? fighting over? It. Yeah, the Christians yeah. and the Muslims are fighting over it. Is it? It's the Jews and the Muslims. Yeah. Oh, Jews and the Muslims. That's like okay. Jerusalem and all that. Yeah. What was promised and subsequently yeah, given by God. God, what did they have to do to earn it, though? Fifty shillings. No. Huh. <laughs> 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 oh. Well, yeah, that's uh, the, yeah, the promise. Well, we could talk about this all day. Yeah. <laughs> like, knowing me, like, I yeah, fun. And I, it was I also the promised land when they didn't know the rest of the fucking world existed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's nothing people don't realize. Like, you know, there was a point where like the world was just Asia. Yeah, you know, people. That, like, that, that was and that was really recently. That was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, in the spawn a thousand of years ago, probably in the spawn of time. Well, also like you know, like people think America is forever because what we've been around for two hundred plus years, seventeen seventy six or whatever. Almost well, like two fifty ish. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like the thing is, like you know, pharaohs ruled Egypt for like two thousand years. Yeah. And yeah. we have fucked up America already. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Like, like Alexander the Great and like all that. Like yeah. Like I don't know years. how long Greece ruled or Rome ruled. Long time. Okay, so the minute... So they broke it. So, like, just regular ah, human shit. Well, yeah, I don't even know what the covenant exactly is either. Like, is that all the Jewish rules? Because they have, like... Uh, I haven't really studied... by covenant, they mean the Ten Commandments. Oh. Probably. All right, so the minute one sense. of them's like, you know, I don't really like my parents. They're like, move out. Get out of our country. <laughs> kind of like the idea of, like... Because, um, like, oh, shit, was it Abraham who, like, led them through the desert for 40 years? Mm, someone yeah, yeah. someone map quest no, Mo- yes yes yeah. thank you someone map quested it or it should have taken like at max two weeks oh really <laughs> yeah. now that's funny i've never heard that yeah that's like, hilarious yeah someone just like pulled up on like google maps like here to here like huh even if you were wandering that you'd be fine yeah, they do like, a lot of praying in between well, yeah like the idea of wandering is like have we seen that cactus before? I don't know. <laughs> Turn around. The idea was that God wouldn't let them find their way. Right. Uh, then, then why don't they say, fuck God? That's what I don't right. get. Right. They're like, oh, shit. Oh, well. Yep. 40, 40 years. <laughs> My child has lived and died before before we found this. Like, yeah. Well, that's kind of the great thing about, like, living in this time, though, is I think we're finally in a time of history where people can say, fuck God. Yeah. They can really be like, you know, I'm going to do me for me. Yeah. I'm going to do what I want to do. Like, I don't hate the idea of a, of a higher power, but if he's these very, very specific things, mm. fuck him. I don't give a shit. He sends, he's going to – also, like, the idea of free will versus God's plan doesn't work. Complete paradox. Mm. I'm already destined to go to hell or not. So he knows what I'm going to do, so I'm going to do what he knows. I'm gonna, like, it doesn't make sense. Hmm. Yeah. That's an interesting way to look at it. Well, yeah, because they say, like, you know, it's all God's plan, but also the but church also free says will. free will. Yeah. Yeah. It, and there's and that's, like, kind of my thing with Christianity is, like, that religion specifically, there are so many things that just, you know, clash. That yeah. just don't make sense. No. And, you know, instead of, you know, and it'd be one thing if, like, people were actually willing to, like, have an answer or, like, try to talk about it. But, like, the fact that people just block it off and they're like, 
no, we don't want to talk about this. Yeah, you know? no. Anyone who's not open to a conversation, I have no time for. Exactly. Like, I don't like definitive statements. So, I like, think, yeah. Like, to me personally, I think I believe in a God, but to anyone who says there's no God, I'm like, all right, well, we don't, we can't have that conversation then. Yeah. It's true. No, and like, even though I acknowledge myself as an atheist, I can never 100% say there is no God. Yeah, you because don't know. to be atheist, you have to be scientific and you have to acknowledge that you can't anything's prove, possible. You can't prove that there's not. Yeah. If, so, like, you would say, I don't believe in a God. Yeah. Yeah. And but like, I can't, I cannot, like, nobody has been able to disprove God. Yeah. And I, I totally acknowledge that. But at the same time, nobody's been able to prove God. Right. Yeah. So, no, absolutely. In my opinion, the science leans more towards the non God. So, you think, you think death is just. Yep. Nothing. Mm hmm. I'm okay with that. I I am too. Well, I, I'm like if I wasn't, it's not like it would change. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's I think it's extremely freeing. Well, yeah, because death is rather complete knowledge or complete peace, mm-hmm. and I'm okay with either. Um, hmm. Now that's I've never heard that before. Complete knowledge or complete peace. Yeah. Like and yeah, either one would be completely justified after what some people go through. Damn. Well, we've been already talking for a minute, but you have some more contraptions. And I feel like we would be doing the audience injustice if we did not All right, um, do a couple more of these. Yeah, mousetrap, super easy one. Um, it's just I set it off on my tongue. It's just normal, <laughs> everyday. Your yeah. tongue? Yeah, I mean, it's one of the more sensitive parts of your body, but it's normal mousetrap. Just... That always sounds good. <laughs> but... Just normal. So, like... <laughs> So, like, one thing I do that people call me out on is I don't set it and then stick my tongue into it because I'm not going to fucking risk the whatever this trigger is, this little piece of copper or whatever. Oh, But I what see. I do is I just hold it at the – which is a little oh, bit – Oh, well, that's still, like, the same Yeah, thing. no, it's, it's a little bit tighter, honestly, than the normal thing. And so, like, here, the risk of why I tell people, like, don't fuck around with this. I do just because also some people give me a couple bucks for it is um, you go too loose, like, here – I would lose the tip of my tongue. Uh, you go too deep. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, no. The tip of your tongue is tight, is small enough to be like uh. off. And also, you hit your fucking teeth, you lose them. I, God, I think it was the great Nippolini lost his two front teeth. Could, I don't expect him to listen to this, but like, <laughs> I, that's what I heard from another freak show artist. And the grip, great Nippolini, I'll just tell you a little fact about him. He's this weird fucking artist where, I'm sorry to call him out, but I saw some of the swallowing swords he made. Not a good welder. But he was a great um, performance artist where, um, he, I don't know if they were pierced or he used weird clamps on his nipples because he was the great Nippolini. He would just lift just a shit ton of weight with his nipples. Yeah, I don't know how or why or, like, when he started it. But, yeah. Here, we'll let you do your thing first, but we'll look at that. All right, yeah. I mean, this one, the, again, the whole thing with, like, freak show stunts is they only take a millisecond because I'm just showing yeah, it. So this yeah. one I do, like, a big countdown when I'm, like, performing in, like, a bar or whatever. But here, I'll just do it just to show the people. So normal mousetrap, all I do is just this. Stick your tongue out as far as possible. Oh, there he is. And do that. Ah! And there you have that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you get deep enough, your tongue sticks out on either side of it. Like, it'll leave, like, a, I think I probably have a line. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn. And, like, I bruise it. I've also just, like, set it off on, like, my stomach skin or whatever. It's not a big deal. I've never done fingers just because that doesn't sound fun. Because, like, it will, my finger won't break. It will just hurt. Yeah. And I don't need my finger to hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so there's a great Napolini. 
great. Uh, All right, so that one, two, three, four, fifth picture. I'm trying to see what he's performing. Yeah, blow that up. I was just trying to see the um. Uh, yeah. So that's an anvil, right? Oh, shit, yeah. So that's probably what like twenty-five even more pounds than that. Annual sideshow gathering. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, most of these look like anvils that he's doing. Oh, except for yeah. Yeah, so incredible artist. Um, Did he ever lose his nipples? I, not that I've ever heard of. <laughs> I know he's in one of my books about freak shows. Yeah. Damn. No, he sounds like a cool guy. The swords he built, the welds were sloppy, but that's it. That's the only negative thing I have to say about him. So, And I don't know what else he does. I think I saw a photo of him doing blockhead, which is pretty run-of-the-mill. So is that pretty, is that like a standard move, blockhead? Yeah, I think so because that's a lot of what barkers will do. Mm. Like a barker is someone who will go out in a crowd. Like, like on Coney Island, there's one freak show play or sideshow place, mm. and so someone might go through like the theme park and be like, "Hey, come on, come all, come see this, whatever the fuck," and like they'll do like a small stunt where like maybe they'll do the mouse trap or they'll like yeah hammer in a nail, something super mobile that they can like entice people into, mm. like. No one's gonna bring a sword out and swallow it, just yeah. to like promote a show because that is the show. Yeah, well, I can imagine like so much could go wrong during uh, sword swallowing. Cause I I worked with one woman who had had to have surgery because she cut something <gasps> doing a sword swallowing act. Yeah, and she was this tiny little um contortionist. She was the Ooh. one who stood on my bed of nails like when I performed. She because oh. she was tiny. And yeah, she had a big scar, and she said, like, yeah, I got that from fucking up during a sword-swallowing routine. And, like, that terrified me. Because she hadn't Damn. swallowed a sword since she had done the school that I did. And she got one, like, halfway down, which is still crazy impressive. But, like, my mentor, he it hit his stomach. Like, I've heard of people swallowing a metal, like, sphere or whatever. Swallowing a sword, then, and, like, you can hear it clink against it. Like, crazy <gasps> shit like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. No, um, God, um, this one artist who I met named Jelly Boy. He's my favorite performer I've ever seen. He was a clown, he, but, like, a loose-based. But um, when I saw him, he swallowed three swords. One standard, one where it was, like, kind of, like, curvy like a snake. And he put it in, and it would bounce its way down mm. until it was down. And then the third sword he swallowed was a fucking mm. flamethrower. He'd swallow it, bend over, and just shoot fire out of his mouth. Yeah. And by far my favorite performer I've ever seen. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And I know he does some traveling acts. Jelly Boy. Look him up, I guess. How many of those people that go to those shows do you think are going just to wait, like, just to see an accident? So, <laughs> anyone I've performed with, they they are begging for blood. Mm. It's like, it's like, that's why, like, I say me and magicians are very different. I think the closer aspect to a freak show performer is a stripper. They mm. want your body to please them. They want to like see what they want to see, even if it's not what you want. Like it is a weird aspect for someone. Like when I glass walk, they want me to fall to my knees and like break. Like they want me to get hurt. They honestly do. Like what's better to see a someone put a fire out with their mouth or someone to catch fire? Mm. Yeah, like. It's a weird middle ground where, like, people don't want me to completely succeed, and I am proving that my body is better than their aspects. Wow. Yeah. So you're, like, uh, it's, like, inspiring in a way. Like, I can, I can imagine <laughs> that being, like, something that, like, 
No, really, like something that like uh, you know like promotes you to keep doing it. Well, that's why anyone who I care about doesn't love that I do this, because they don't want to see me injured. Because mm. what I'm doing is breaking my body to the edge it can take, and that's what I love about it. I love the idea of pushing my body to the extremities, like. I don't know, that's like always been my fascination. That's why I like tattoos. That's I've always wanted to do like the weird suspension acts where they put hooks in you and pu- pull you up by your skin. I can't find anyone who can do that. Yeah, and like I love freak show because of that. <laughs> so have, I mean, I don't obviously you can't reveal too much, but like have you gotten into like the science of all that? Like Yeah, they you know, taught me that. They taught me how you do it. Okay. So, like, swallowing swords, like, there's, like, little thing, like, there's things in your body where, it, like, it wants to reject it. Mm. And you have to, like, kind of train yourself to be like, hey, we're doing this. Yeah, that's the gag reflex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, the nose, like, it, there, it's fine up to a point and then hurts for, like, about an inch. And then it's fine after that. And it's just your body accepting we're doing this. Wow. Yeah. Because sometimes when I perform, it, like... I start to go it in, and then it pops in, and like it freaks me out because my body's like, "Yep, we're okay. This is fine. You want to do this?" And that's what like sword swallowing is. Um, I've been trying to train myself to be okay being on fire, because mm. I want to do this little like tiny little stunt where like I have a lighter, I light it, and I drop it, but my hands on fire, and like just for a second extinguish it or whatever. But it's really hard to fight this fight or flight, like aspect where like you're not supposed to be on fire yeah well like, that's that's kind of what i was talking about earlier like the mental mm-hmm. like I'm, I'm curious if like if you do like any kind of meditation or i've like, tried so meditation is kind of a weird thing for me because from welding actually i have a really bad back i one time picked up something too heavy for me and like it kind of like messed up my spine a little bit or whatever i don't i've never seen an actual doctor about it so it might be bullshit and i just sleep wrong every night but so like i'm kind of always in a little bit of pain so for me to meditate, a lot of times I have to induce a pain that I can control. So bed of nails is a really good aspect of that. Where I'll put like a little wooden board on it. I'll lay on that where like if I lay on it, I'm uncomfortable because I'm like kind of tucked up. And then I release myself on the nails. So I am allowing myself to be in pain. If that makes sense. Yeah. And uh, then, I, can, I can understand that. It's kind of like a, almost like a Buddhist kind of mentality. The, like, yeah, whatever it's called where like, people like whip themselves for their own sins or something yeah like that kind of shit but like (laughs) you're allowing yourself to be in pain to find it's like there like with that kind of pain i can kind of like trace it into like the core or whatever i think chakras i don't i honestly don't fucking know what's real but yeah like that's kind of an aspect of it so like if i want so i remember one time i went like um just hiking in colorado just for a weekend and i wanted to meditate and i had a lot of trouble because i couldn't not concentrate on my back hurting so what I did is I went out, I found the f- sharpest rock I could, and I just squeezed it while I tried to meditate just so I could, like, this was something I could control. Mm-hmm. If I needed it to be less, I could release. If I needed to be more, I could tighten. And that's the way I was able to meditate, to kind of, I would squeeze that, kind of like you trace your aspects, and you can find your own core. Wow. So, like, I don't know if it's the right kind of meditation where I'm completely tuned out because I am still actively, like, interfering with things i guess mm. yeah because also i remember one of my tattoo artist or my only tattoo artist she said when she got um branded which is something i've always wanted to do that's when she had an out-of-body experience because oh. she said her body was in so much pain it rejected her consciousness 
where it was like, you've got to get the fuck out of here. And that threw her out. And that's something I really want to reach. Damn. Takes massive. Yeah. Acid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, like my apartment, I'd be terrified to do hard drugs in because it is fucking dangerous. Mm, yeah. yeah. With all your contractions. Yeah. And like, <laughs> no, like my coffee table is a bed of nails. Oh, yeah. Shit. So like, yeah, I built a big bed of nails, put it on a couple um, cinder blocks because that's what gets crushed on me. And that's my coffee table now. Yeah. You guys send me that. You guys. Yeah, send no, me absolutely. Yeah. Holy shit. That's awesome. Yeah. And like, you know, I've got like a chainsaw in the corner. I've got my sledgehammer <laughs> over here. There's nails everywhere because I feel like this is like my symbol or whatever. Yeah. You know what? I wouldn't want to trip there either. Yeah. <laughs> so no. I'm blaming you. Because if you're. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Damn. Yeah. It. it not to sidetrack, but it is so to me. It's just so trippy and bizarre. Like knowing you from the cinema, right. and knowing you now. Yeah. I think we both have just, you know, like I said, it's been six years since we know each yeah, other. I love how that works, though. Yeah. No, because um, me and my like absolute best friend, we used to live together, and one day we just weren't friends. He was like a kind of dick to me, and he's like, eh, I don't really want to be friends anymore. So I moved out, and then four years later, we found each other again, and like. We had become two completely different but still coinciding people. Yeah. And, like, then we had new stories to share and all that. Like, I love how people grow. Like, you know, like, it's like, what, we knew each other when we were 18? Yeah, like, barely there. You yeah, know. and, like, we were fucking idiots. We're not much smarter now, but, like, we've experienced life. Experienced life. Fuck, like, yeah, the shit you've been through, I can't even imagine. <laughs> yeah, marriage and a divorce since then? <laughs> Jesus. How I'm long a- was the marriage for? Uh, the marriage was two years. We were together wow. for about four. I didn't know you were married that long. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yep. So that was like a legitimate, yeah. Yeah, it so was. like my longest relationship, 10 months. Damn. So I can't even understand. It's a lot, man. Yeah. You know, and we were together for four years. Yeah, no, I can't picture that at all. Yeah. What that's like. It, it, you know, and, you know, I still struggle with it to this day. Well, no, of yeah. course. That was a huge, you had a moment where you decided to be with this person for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And you had a moment where you're like, fuck that. That's crazy. Two very you know, separate but both very important moments. Yeah. And, like and very anxiety-inducing moments. And completely defining moments. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think I've had those. Or, I mean, like, little ones. But, like, I haven't had, like, those huge steps. I'm just kind of, like, like, dumb-fucking my way through life. <laughs> and here I am. It led me to this apartment this day, this hour. And I'm happy. Yeah. Well, I, I'm happy you're here too. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but you know what, man? Like, uh, I tell everybody, like, don't fucking force it. Like, even right. if you're fucking 28 and you haven't met anyone, like, don't. You still have like so many years of your life to find that really good person. Yeah, God's and plan. Stick with them. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> um. No. Yeah, because my last two relationships, it's because I really wanted to be in a relationship, mm-hmm. and both those people horrible for me but you know like i stuck around for like i mean they only let me stick around for like a month but like i was miserable the entire time but i wanted it so bad Mm. i was like this is what i need but you know what those experience like even though those experiences are bad they're necessary like they make you such a better person absolutely they make you like you know they make you smarter like Mm -hmm. to you know find the kind of people that you want to be with in the future like okay I was with that person. A, B, and C was fucking terrible. Yeah. I don't want any of those three factors in, at all with Absolutely. anybody else I'm with. You little, know? Like one of those factors for me was Lily. She's a lesbian. <laughs> 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 yeah. Not even bisexual, just straight up lesbian. So I've rode that line a lot because I'm such a feminine man or whatever. Mm. So 
those teetering on lesbian and bisexual will date me for a little bit. And they're like, uh, too much dick. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I too see. much dick, not enough tits. Yeah. I see. So <laughs> <laughs> you're the person that makes them change their yeah, mind. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm no tipping boy. <laughs> That is my service to the LGBT community. Hey, you know what? They need those people. The world needs those people. Yeah. No. Yeah, so that was one of my ex-last girlfriends. But also oh, fuck her in general. No, that was a weird one because um, we dated for like a month and a half maybe. First half was good. Last half was completely shitty. We didn't see, enough, see each other enough to break, for me to break up with her. And mm. then like she dumped me over text, which was fine. But um, then she, like, messaged my best friend, and she's like, hey, you know Jacob hates you, right? And that was, like, a weird, just, like, what the fuck is happening? Like, yeah. You have nothing better to do on a Friday night. You're just, yeah. like, you're, like, plotting people against each other. Yeah. No, she apologized, like, a year later. She's like, sorry. I was, like, pussy too much. I was a dick to you. What the fuck is happening? Yeah. Uh, no. But, like, that's that's where I, um, I've done stand-up. Um, when I was in New York, one of my entire bits was about her. Oh, really? Yeah, well, it was my um, breakup with her because I handled the breakup really weirdly because, like, I was okay with it, but I was still bummed or whatever. And there's three things I really got into, and that was um, goat cheese curds. Goat like, cheese is the shit. Yeah, no, I just yeah. buy cheese curds of goat cheese, and I would just eat that, like, every night. The musical Annie. Like, the oh, little, you know, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah, little yeah. ginger orphan. Yeah. And just yeah. masturbating. And you know, <laughs> yeah, and you're like, not at the same time because you can't eat goat cheese and masturbate. That's fucking disgusting. No. <laughs> And then on stage, um, I would sing the song just like, the cum will come out tomorrow. <laughs> Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll be cum. Uh, I hope you weren't masturbating to Annie because that might be That's like that the might crazy, so like, Yeah, and then like um, the crazy thing about that breakup is that like a couple weeks later, she's like, hey, I want you back. I'm like, I don't. And like that's what really set her off. And like I kind of like figured out like after watching Annie, he was like, you know, like, oh. I should maybe go for a redhead next time. Because, you know, Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> My ex-wife is a redhead. Yeah, there you go. Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> yeah, and I remember <laughs> when I told her, like, you know, I didn't want her back. She's like, yeah, well, your apartment's gross, your dick is trash, and you're balding. I was like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, so that was that really. <laughs> Holy shit. I have not had this good time in the podcast in a while. Really? It's, yeah, I'm it's, happy about that. Yeah. No, like, uh, like, so the episode last time, like, and they're great <laughs> just shitting on your life. No, 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 no. They're, no, they're good. They're good. No, but like, it's just different. Like, you know, because you and I are the same age, we mm-hmm. know each other. Like last three episodes, like I had two two groups on who were like eighteen and nineteen. I had <laughs> another guy last time who was like thirty. You know, so it's really oh. nice to like, you know, I get I get like everyone in here. Yeah. So it's really yeah. nice to have. You know, because well, so. you mostly interview rappers, right? That that is my forte. That just Why? happens to be. Uh, well, I was actually a rapper for a while. No shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll send you my stuff. Oh fuck yeah! I've always wanted just to release a mixtape just for the <laughs> bullshit of it. Because like I used to be like a musician in air quotes because okay. I was in like a shitty punk band in high school. I kept trying to be in more punk bands. Like I was never good, but like mm. I loved it. Yeah, I, love I just punk. thought it'd be fun. Like you know, I'll release a mixtape and just like tell people, yeah, I have it. Yeah. I got a couple projects out. Like, I was, like, I was really into it for a while, but, like... I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. It happened, like, you know, probably... I, I, I don't think I got into it until after we were... Right, yeah. ...friends, so... Well, no, like, in high school, we never brought that up. Well, I was still in high school, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but, no, like, I, I, you know, I had made a lot of connections. I really grew an appreciation. Like, I, how I always say it is, like, 
I grew more of an appreciation for like the scene of Des Moines than like myself. Okay. You know, like myself as an artist, like I, I like what I do. I, I, you know, there's still some times where I find the urge to like rap, but I usually just, you know, go to other devices these days. I'm way more about, I think there, there's so many people that are just like so much better than I am when it comes to rapping. Drowned Hero um, slash Pac-Man, I'll send you him too. I'm convinced he is the greatest rapper in Iowa. He recently released something, right? Uh, he released a single. Are you actually familiar with him? Around here? Um, so I, I think I saw you share it, and I saw another buddy of mine share it. Mm. He's huge. He is... Slash Pac-Man? Um, Del Round Hero is how oh. you're going to find him. Like, okay. D-A Round Hero. Okay, Del Round Hero. Okay, yeah. I dig that. Or Pac-Man. Sometimes like... go... The best mm. local rapper I saw... I don't even know if he still does shit. His name was Midnight. Mm, I think it was, spelled with a, it was spelled with a K. Yeah, and it was weird seeing him, but like, I really like his style. Cause he was, mm. I think he was like a little like kind of country boy. He <laughs> would pull out my shit. Oh, McCreighton. So I my, fucking dig that McCreighton, name though. Yep. Yeah. So it, it blends the Irish and just like Creighton's just like low life piece of yeah, shit. Yeah. No, I get what... that. Gosh, I can't remember. I've had, my, one of my favorite things is just like think of band names. Yeah. Right now my favorite is Crocodile Loan. If I ever start another punk band, that's what it'll be called. I had a Crocodile. punk name at one point. I can't remember what it was. Or, I mean, here, pull up, uh, pull up the round here really quick. For oh, we're not gonna listen to yeah. your masterpiece. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, well, we can listen to it later, maybe. But all right, <coughs> uh, but before oh, this, I think I'm gonna run to the bathroom. Okay, yeah, cool. sure. Let's take a quick break. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. Okay, okay, okay. So here's the whole thing about Macklemore. Macklemore stole the greatest rap album from Kendrick Lamar. Oh, who, that's true. That's true. Who put out probably one of the greatest records ever made? And didn't Macklemore like kind of like say that too? Oh, I don't even know. I, fuck. It was Cal, or Kendrick Lamar, Kid Cudi. I can't remember. Whenever they got beat for best rap album, the rapper like was like, hey, I know you deserve this or whatever. <laughs> but I can't remember which one it was because both of them. Did Kid Cudi win best album of the year, though? No, Macklemore did. That was the whole thing. Wait, that, wait no. There was Kendrick Lamar and Kid Cudi. He might have been nominated. Maybe. I don't, I don't know if that was the same year. I just knew like, it was something like that. It was one of those two rappers. Those two have two of the best rap albums of all time. Oh. And then they did what I know Kendrick didn't win. Maybe Kid Cudi did or didn't. I don't know. And then whoever beat them was like, told them, like, hey, you were better. Huh. Which is a weird fucking thing. That is really weird. Especially in the hip-hop game. But, you well, know, if Macklemore did that, more, more props to him. relatively humble. Yeah. Well, he knows that he, like, kind of took rap. Because that's what he talks about in his... Yeah. Because the heist one best rap album? Mm, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. See, that one, that album wasn't even, like, incredible. It's it was, after that I really liked. It was poppy. It was a poppy we rap had album. the that's two big hits, right? Um, yeah. Shit, what do you mean? There was the heist, well, no. Uh, the heist, yeah, Thrift Shop and Can't Hold Us. Can't Hold Us, that's the other one, yeah. yeah. It's Can't Hold Us, the LGBT one? Yeah. Oh, shit, no, that one, too. Oh, that was a good one, too. Yeah. Sam Love was good. Yeah. yeah I forgot yeah, about there that. there you go, that was a good one. Because then whatever his album behind that, where it was like the magic or whatever, that one was good. And he talks about that, like... See, I guess, like, I don't even think, like, he's, like, a bad rapper. I just, like, no. hate... I just hate the fact that he... But hearing that information, you know... If it maybe, was even him. Yeah, if it was him, you know, maybe that'll reframe my mind. Well, because... Wh- which Kendrick album was that? That was Kid Mad City. Oh, okay, yeah. Did Damn win? Damn won, right? No. Oh wait, no. Damn one best rap album. Damn better of one because that's one that is the best rap oh, album I've ever heard. Yeah. I think. Oh really? You like that better than Pimp Butterfly? Yes. Because I think it just like damn. digs <laughs> deeper. Well, like Pimp Butterfly, I have more fun with, but like damn, I'm like Jesus. Although, who's your favorite rapper? 
Um, I don't know if I really have a favorite. I would say like the goat is Biggie. I know it's a really old okay. school answer, but I well, greatest of all time. I think I do put Tupac over Biggie. Really? That's more because I like his music more. Tupac did more, but I think Biggie had more artistry and he was a better, just a better rapper. I could dig that because like Tupac, I like his backbeats a lot more than Biggie's, so I can groove with the song more. Mm. But Biggie, like he speaks very clearly, and, like you. You get all that he's saying, and I love that. Well, his wordplay was, like, fucking yes. insane. Jesus. It was so, like, game-breaking. Like, you never heard it. Like, Ready to Die, that might be the greatest rap album of all time. All right, because my personal favorite rapper, he's not super well-known, but I highly recommend it. It's Graydon Square. Not familiar. Yeah, um, he does, like, shit, what's his big album called? It's, it's, like, Type 3 and then something else. And he, like, raps about, like, the scientific theory. He, mm. It's called Omniverse, I think. And he raps oh, about, like, okay. the idea of that, about different, like, universes. And, like, he's super scientific, and I really love him. But really just that one album. I think it's a perfect album, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, well, shit, we've already been talking for a while, but um, I f- you had a... I don't know why. It's still going, but my computer keeps, like... That's really disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> we're, like, we're good all the way through, yeah. Yeah, no, we're, go- we're, we're still going, we're still rolling, but, like, my computer just keeps, like, sleeping and... Yeah, that Fun. that is really disconcerting to me. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's the thing with the McAllister hours. It's not a true McAllister hours episode unless we have some technical difficulty of some kind. Um, so you have your final act that we've been, you know. I have two more acts if you want. Oh, okay. I also have the the hand trap. Yeah, so that I, I was gonna ask about that. What you want to pull out the hand trap? All right, that one's like such a bitch to set up. <laughs> I can talk while he sets it up. So Jacob this is White. like a, I think it's like a coyote trap or something. Like I have to take my socks off. <laughs> I hate doing this. Wait, you do this on your foot? No, I do it on my hand. Oh, oh. No, I need my foot to set it up because the socks are too slippery. Oh. Yeah. So what I'm gathering is the worst part is setting it up, not the actual pain involved. Um, the worst part <laughs> is just shoving your fucking hand into it. Oh, I see. Oh wait. So yeah, it's kind of hard to set up. So this is definitely cut out a bolt. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. So, so, for those who can't see, he's basically taking his two feet. It's like a bear trap. He's like taking his yeah, two feet and he's splitting it open. I think it's more. I think it's a coyote trap. Okay, yeah. but it's kind of the same style as a bear trap, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the exact same. Thing. Okay, okay. I'm really scared yeah. of releasing it. Okay. Oh damn! And it's like wide open. Yeah. <laughs> Molly's nervous. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. okay. I'll, be, I'll be still. Don't set off. Hey. This is like a. It fucking sucks to do on stage, by the way. I'm just trying to set it down properly without setting it off. Can you, like, hold it close by the chain closer to the thing without setting it off? I can hold it down here, but it's fucking scary. Ah! I'm not trying to break a finger today. Okay. It's set and it is open. This might be the most intense the Macau Stars has ever gotten. No, I fucking hate this. <laughs> so, <laughs> the idea of this is it's just a normal trap and I'm going to set it off. Normal trap. <laughs> yeah, no, it's um, it's like a 1.5, whatever the fuck. I bought this from Bass Pro Shop, and it's funny because I went to Bass Pro Shop dressed like this. 
And they were like, what the fuck are you doing here? Are you actually going to buy anything? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I fucking hate this so much. All right. So, what I do on stage always is like, all right, I, I'm really fucking nervous to do this because I could legitimately break my entire hand on this. So I'm going to need you guys to count down for me just a little bit. You have a mic too, right? Well, I do. All right. So if you can just count down for me. Ready? What? Right. From three? I guess. Yeah. Three, two, one. All right. Three, two. I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't hear you counting. Oh no, this is what I do on stage. This is my exact routine. Because <laughs> someone always doesn't fucking count. I'm like, hey, I really need your help with this. Okay. It's only three, num three numbers in a go, Molly. Yeah. You All can right. do it. So ready? All right. Yeah. All right. Ready? So three. Three, two, one. Wait, are we going on one or are we going on go? Because oh, I don't even know. All right, ready? Uh, yeah. Go. Okay. Go. All right, we're so we're go. going on go. All right, ready? One. Three, two. two. Oh, fuck, I fucked up. Sorry, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm nervous. I keep fucking up. All right, ready? All right, in three. Three. <laughs> and it's on. So here is it. It's on my hand. Holy shit. And as you can see, <laughs> it was real. Dude, what the fuck? And that. So, you guys actually set up my routine perfectly. Good. That is, no, that is what I do on stage is the fuck ups and everything. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, no, okay. that's all. Because I told you, like, that act takes, what, half a second? All it is is closing on my fucking but hand. But it's the shock factor. Yeah. It's like you're in the confusion that. Yes. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, this fucking hurts and no one should ever do it. Like, I can't recommend it. Un or, I don't know how to say that properly. Like, don't fucking do this. No, because as you can see, like, this last one hit my knuckle. Well, these three I got below it, but that one hit. Yeah, I think your middle finger's turning, uh, that part's turning a little blue. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. No, it will bruise because I said a fucking animal. This is meant to break, like, a coyote's leg or whatever. Yeah. Jesus yeah, and like that act, like that hurt probably maybe less than the nail. Less than the nail? Really? Because the nail, I am pushing. I am doing it. Uh, I am forcing it. This, I just, I'm just touching it. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, man. And that is, so that is considered a strongman act. So that is this, as me being as weak as possible, I can do that strongman act. Because otherwise, like, other strong men that act like, I'm a Ben Steele or fucking oh. bear trap my entire arm, which I've never seen that done, but fuck that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm that, hoping this will be your most viewed podcast. I would hope. Yeah. I mean, if it's not, fuck you. Well, yeah, because that audio will just shit. be allowed just and you gasping. You know, if anything, man, I'll, like, put, like, a fucking compilation Tiny on clips, yeah. yeah. Just on my it, stunts, yeah. Some, yeah, something on Instagram where it's just, like, this is where shit got fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, and then later I can do the glass walking. Yeah, um, I do have a couple more questions. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I'm very up to just continue talking. Yes, yes, yes. I enjoy my own voice very much, though. <laughs> no, I love that you said they have a radio background. Like, this is definitely a very Yeah, I used to host for 88.7 KWDM The Point, Des Moines' number one modern rock station. <laughs> so you have, you, you're just like, uh, kind of like the last guest. You're, you're primed for, for talking. We I'm have, egocentric, we have, as some will say. <laughs> no, yeah, I enjoy myself talking, and I like, I, so like, 
kind of tangent, but like with like the dating scene, I love first mm. dates because I always get to tell my best stories. <laughs> you know, I always get to tell the stories where I'm like, this is where the fucking laugh. This is where they'll give me in the eyes like this and this. Yeah. Like, I don't Damn. know, like, cause you tell your best shit the first time you meet somebody Yeah, and I haven't true. met you in what, six years. Yeah. So yeah. like I have good stories again. <laughs> but no, the day to day I'd be like, yeah, I went to school today and then I didn't. And now I'm here. How are you doing? Yeah. That's right. it. I'd be like, all right, I schooled and then I worked. What about you? <laughs> that used to be my stories. <laughs> That's kind of what it is these days, isn't it? Like with dating, it's, it's, it just all seems really boring. I'm really, you know, me and Molly met through Tinder and yep. that was a really rarity, but like. Big fan of Tinder? <laughs> Dude, I fucking hate Tinder. Oh, no, I, I hate that I shit. I hate it. Because <laughs> I get the weird things, like for me, like, because. I, my main fucking Tinder thing is me eating fire. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. I bet you get, I bet you get, uh, you slay pussy with that though. <laughs> it helps, definitely. <laughs> but then um, the weird thing about that is people are like, I'm a bucket list check. Oh. Yes. They see me as the freak or whatever. So anytime I'm like, yeah, I'm going to work, they're like, ugh, you have a job. <laughs> You don't just do like it's that kind of shit or like I'm not allowed to have a bad I'm not allowed not to be this persona or someone actually cares about the real me, which I love. Yeah. But they're like, hey, can you stop cutting like hurting yourself for Instagram and like shit like that? I'm like, no, it's also my pat. Like it's a weird in between. So like, how does that make you? I, I feel like I would feel very objectified if I was like yeah. somebody was just dating me for that. But also being objectified as a man occasionally is fucking awesome. <laughs> you know? Like for women, it's like, oh, I'm in danger. But for me, I'm like, yeah, I'm cool. And you notice it for a millisecond. Like, I love being catcalled. So again, I'm not in danger. God, I remember one time. I remember one time I was with a woman and she got catcalled. And I didn't know what the fuck to do. Because I was... <laughs> Her and I were like walking to the bar and we were like arm in arm and someone was like, hey, babe, right, you picture what he looks like. because I'm not going to say, <laughs> hey, baby, what those legs do? Why don't you bring them over here? Well, <laughs> he fucking barked at her. I don't know what the fuck to do about that. I'm like, so I turned to her I was like, hey, do you want me to get my ass beat for you? Because that's what that's the only option that can happen. <laughs> I don't use these big words. <laughs> That'd be me, anyways. Yeah, well, like I was like, I didn't know what the fuck to do if a girl I was with got cat called, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm used." I'm like, "You're used to men barking at you." She's like, "Yeah." What the fuck is wrong with people? Yeah. Also, it's like, true. does it ever work? I'm gonna be like, "Oh shit." That's what I was just thinking. Like, like, you're his now. Do these guys like when they do that kind of stuff, or like when they're like online, they're like, "Hey, babe, want to suck my dick?" Like, do they really think that's gonna work? Does it work though? I mean, I'm sure it works like 10% of the time. That's why people... 10% so a lot, though. Because <laughs> those guys got to send that message out 100 That's times true. a day. They're getting their dick sucked 10 times a day. <laughs> I respect it. Uh, but, like, if a woman does that to me, I'm fucking into it. Because, like, you know, that's, like, a pure con like compliment. And also, again, I'm not in danger. True. Yeah. True. Like, I've never even, like, hit on somebody at a bar, really, because... I'm nervous too because I don't know how to talk to a stranger in a strange place. Yeah. I've done it in like a concert where I'm more in my element. But mm, like. Yeah, I see that. 
No, like when I first got, um, when I was first separated, like I really tried to do that. I really tried to like go to the bars and just be like, well, try to pick up chicks and it did not work. Well, because also I hate the idea because I imagine whoever I date next, I'll meet off Tinder. I hate mm. the idea of telling people like, yeah, we met off Tinder. I was bored and horny, so I swiped right. She was probably the same. Here we are. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, that's true. But also, like, I think it's just kind of the reality of our generation. Well, also, yeah. It'll become normalized. What the fuck are we supposed to do now? Yeah, you right? can't. You physically can't meet anyone naturally. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I'm not saying that it is a conspiracy, but all these kind of things that kind of, le- like, you could see why somebody would think COVID is a conspiracy. Oh, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Like, what, even, like, with Tinder. Like, what if Tinder, like, put in, like, all this money <laughs> to be, like, release you know, the bats? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, crazy times we live in. No, and, like, I understand any aspect of, like, COVID conspiracy. Like, I'll wear my mask when I'm out in public. I brought one here in case you want me to wear it. I assumed you wouldn't. No. But, like, I don't do it because I'm scared of being the virus. I do it because I don't want people to think, like, oh, that guy's a dick. See, like, and that's, that's it. See, I was very – I'm not going to lie. I was very resilient to the mask when it first happened. I don't like it. I Yeah, I hate it. I don't, <laughs> I don't know for a fact it works, but I'm like – if enough it's people, like it's becoming like a like a it's like a social courtesy yes you know absolutely it's like me saying thank you when i leave mm-hmm. and like that kind of shit exactly. or like you know you don't have to tip a like a server but you fucking should mm-hmm. so like i yeah and also like that server is wearing a mask for eight hours a day i can wear it for the 20 minutes i'm inside it's true yeah it's true like yeah i'm tired of people being like i can't breathe I'm like you can it's fine <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people wear shit for a lot longer you're fine it's true yeah you know, and that's kind of the whole thing with COVID is it's, I think it's really like, it's really sentimented in our minds, like how much worse things could be. Yeah. Cause you know, on the grand scheme of things <clears throat> in terms of like a pandemic or like an ecological disaster, not a bad COVID pandemic. was like the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> yeah. Cause we lost, we lost less than 200,000, but more than like a hundred and something thousand. Right. Yeah, I mean, I will say those numbers are a little... I don't trust them either. Yeah. Because also I know a lot of people who've like... Like, um, I knew somebody who like went to go take the test and um, he was a cop. So he had to get called out. Like, he's like, oh shit, I got to go. And then he didn't take the test, but he filled out the paperwork and he got a positive result back. Yeah. I like, haven't heard of that. Yeah. Wow. Like, I've heard a few people like say shit like that. I'm like, fuck, what is it? That, like, well, there's actually financial incentive for COVID tests. Yeah. You get like two and a half times more money if someone dies from COVID. <laughs> Who does? <laughs> uh, the hospitals. What the fuck? Yeah. I believe it, but it's still, that shit's crazy. Yeah. I mean, Molly, you can fact check me on that if you want, but that, that that's what I heard. Oh, she's gonna. I mean, fuck <laughs> Not that we need to get into that, but I, you, I have a hard time believing that, like, anything Google puts out in that you, is just not well, Like, I don't trust any news, but, like, it's not a big deal if I wear a mask, so I'm gonna wear a mask. No, and, yeah. Exactly. And that's kind of the thing I realized. If that's the worst I have, to, I personally have to deal with, then fine. Like, I think that's the the thing that the people that are, like, protesting the masks, <laughs> like, assholes. yeah, like, I get that, but at the same time, you, you just gotta, like, you gotta step back and be like, okay. Oh, I broke me- skin. Oh, shit. Kind of a lot of skin, but, like, a little bit. Enough. Non-vaginal bleeding for the first time in podcast history. What? <laughs> no, there hasn't been vaginal bleeding here. Oh. It was, that, that, that was oh, a joke. Have you ever had a woman on here just, like, on her period and she talked about it? Jesus. <laughs> oh, I just don't <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, it's probably stopped by now. Yeah, Molly working at the hospital, she always has to make sure that 
everyone's in care. No, it's not like bleeding, but there's blood on it, so it was bleeding at some point. And apparently I rubbed it with this hand. I'm fine. ABC10 can verify that hospitals do get reimbursed for coronavirus-related care, which unfortunately includes deaths. Weird. I guess... I didn't say that they get more... Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's true. Do hospital, hospitals get paid for people who die? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they get they get money every time someone dies. From who? Uh, the government. It kind of depends what kind of hospital, though. Oh, does it? Like, I work for a nonprofit. Really? Uh. Yes. Huh. Okay. I can, I I didn't even know that was a thing that you get uh, money. Mercy if... is a private. Okay, what's that bomb one though? Of the second round money, HIA. HIHS reports 63 California hospitals received $50,000 for each eligible coronavirus patient that they admitted between January 1st and June 10th. That's interesting. That's a combined total of more than $607 million. That's weird because they don't require any more medicine for coronavirus cases yeah. because there isn't any. All they need is a ventilator. Ventilators mm-hmm. are expensive. Yeah. But yeah, like most true. of these hospitals, like they only use what they have because they're not making a lot more. Well, right? and like how many of these corona patients like really need it? really need that well also it seems like if you're on the ventilator you're fucking dead exactly yeah that's what i was just thinking that uh, do like overfill them or something or what uh, just like the the pressure yeah um it causes more damage than if they were not to use it so they use a high flow oxygen now okay so they've Okay. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and you know, that's, you know, another big part of this is, you know, how many of our medical supplies come from China? Yeah, I've heard people talk about that too. But also, like, how much of everything comes from China? <laughs> that's true. That's true. Everything comes from China. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm not against things being American made, but also, I'm like, America's not real. <laughs> yeah, the American dream is dead. Well, no, like, countries aren't real. Like, they're just like things we drew on a map hmm. like africa like a bunch of white people fucked up africa because we drew the like oh this is a country <laughs> this is a country like because that's what the um rwanda thing was with the mm-hmm. fuck what it, and tootsies. i only knew tootsies thank you yeah like we just put them together and they're like we fucking hate each other yeah. so they're gonna fucking fight yeah and just someone just like eh, that's a good shape on a map <laughs> yeah <sighs> yeah no because like I think it's funny that America, we're not allowed in any other country right now, right? Oh, I don't think that's true. I, think I thought we, we were banned from other countries. I mean, maybe. Oh, I thought. I I've, go I've, yeah, I, I guess think, I don't know how long it's still. I think that's been lifted. I because yeah. I've actually heard that like um, air travel is actually the one of the least likely places you can get COVID. Really? Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> weird. Enough. I mean, I'm sure like once you hit the ground, you're exposed. Well, fun, yeah. But. Um, I don't know. I, I think they've lifted a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're allowed to go places now, but once you get there, you have to quarantine for two weeks. And- so oh. can't, you can't go on vacation then. So your vacation has to last a long time. And then yeah. on top of that, when you come back to America, you have to quarantine for another two weeks. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I Actually, my college professor just got done moving. Or not moving. He was uh, he traveled to Arizona back. And I don't know if it's required, but he definitely he took a two-week Yeah. Uh, because there's so. like i mean what there's been like a hundred times where i thought like oh fuck i have covid because like you know you wake up with like a slightly sore throat i'm like eh, that's it i'm dead dude when covid first hit i got really fucking sick because i was it, 
I was sick like a month before it supposedly oh, came really? to America. Yeah. Okay. And like I took the flu test and like it's not the flu, but you have flu symptoms. So I had like a hundred and four fever. Damn. But um, my thing is always and, like I, I had a cold like probably like a month ago. Whenever a Derrico or whatever the fuck they call it hit, hmm. I got a cold because I was out in it, and like they said it wasn't Corona because like I'm coughing up something, where Corona is like a dry cough and I'm coughing up like phlegm, which means like mm. it's a cold mixed with allergies. But, yeah, I can't. But like you know. You don't fucking know. And also, like, flu season coming. Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest problem with all this is, like, nobody really knows. Right. This has all happened so fast. I I have yet to find, like, a confirmed source about all this that I can, no. you know, truly believe. Yeah, I'm like, what, like, this week it came out that Trump diminished, or... Yeah, diminished. diminished the- yes, thank you. Not diminished. Diminished well, what, like, the actual, like, risk was. Well, that whole thing is, you know, sketchy with, like... All of Trump is sketchy. Yeah, I mean... I don't care if you're political or not. Like, Trump is a huckster. (laughs) Like, I... And don't get me wrong. I fucking hate Biden, too. I'll vote for him, but I'll wash my hands after I vote. (laughs) Yeah. That's good. (laughs) Uh, I'll probably vote for Joe Jorgensen. I know she's not going to win, but... I hate that I feel like I can't. You know, yeah, and that's why I want to vote for her. Yeah, you know, I get that. I he, here's my theory: Joe Jorgensen won't win, but like if she got thirty percent of the votes, that'd be crazy. That would be huge yeah. for the uh, sorry, uh, the Libertarian Party. Mm-hmm. That would be fucking huge. Yeah, if she could just fucking debate with them, I'd be yeah. stoked. Oh, she would, and that's that's probably why they don't want her to Cause debate because she'd, she'd be, kick both their ass. Yeah, because she'd be arguing with two old as fuck like obviously somewhat senile men like yeah yeah. and she'd be fucking on top of her game because she also knows shit any libertarian god who's the last libertarian guy gary johnson i fucking loved him (laughs) really yeah (laughs) because like he like during like a small debate he like openly like in a bit admitted he smoked weed yeah because there was like that thing where like yeah weed can like increase like heart issues and he like faked a heart attack or something like that (laughs) Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's a no. total pothead. I mean, yeah, no, but like, fuck Joe Biden and fuck Trump, but fuck Trump a little bit more. I, I don't see. know. I hate it. I hate everything. The the whole game is fucked up. Yeah. I, I, well, no, because also like coronavirus. I believe it's been. I mean, it's been politicized, but I believe the oh. results also have the fact that wearing a mask is a political like side is yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, it's, and, you know, that was kind of the thing when this first hit, I was really hoping, like, please don't let this get politicized. Can we just, like, all fucking just, like you know, Like any be other humans? fucking country. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so we've been already talking for a bit. Um, before we get to your final act, yes. um, I want to ask you, so, sure. I remember back in the day, you were super fucking into Kiss. Like, yeah. obsessed, you still? So... I actually I had a story about Kiss. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, when I was living downtown, I remember one day I was walking to the grocery store, and um, while walking because I live downtown and like oh, well, that's okay. All right, so yeah, I was walking downtown and just to the high V on whatever the fuck, and I noticed like four people in a row wearing Kiss shirts. I'm like, that's fucking weird. So I googled it, and Kiss was in town that night. Oh, damn. Yeah, and it was like just like a Tuesday or some, whatever the fuck during the week. And I just like looked up the cheapest tickets. It was like 30 bucks. And I bought them. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll go to Kiss tonight. It was my favorite band as a child. And I went to the concert. And I got like it was horrible seats. I was like completely over to the side and top row. 
and I noticed like in a little circle, um, nobody was sitting. Like, all right. So I wandered down there, grabbed a way too expensive like jack, like I could probably like, a double of jack, and I was like that much, and it was like eighteen bucks. It was fucking ridiculous. Because oh, usually I pregame because I live downtown, so I walk everywhere. But I didn't know this was happening, so I'm not gonna pregame high V. Yeah, so yeah. I walked just to Wells Fargo. I buy that, and then I see these open seats. And I walk down there. I just choose a random spot. And then later I find out that these seats are for people who buy VIP tickets and they're allowed the front row or they can sit when they're bored or like when they're tired of standing or whatever. Oh. And the seat I chose, the person never got tired. So I got to stay. And um, when Kiss came out, I was 30 feet from my childhood uh, heroes. No I paid way. 30 bucks for that. Yeah. No way. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's like to the point where I could feel Gene Simmons breathe fire. By the way, I can breathe a bigger fireball than him. <laughs> but, yeah, so I was 30 feet from, like, Kiss, and I paid nothing. And I didn't even know this was going to happen tonight. And it was like, they, like, kind of sucked because they're in their mid-70s. Yeah, they're old as – yeah, be really old. No, like, you want to look that up, Molly? Yeah, like, how, how old, old is, they are? Well, it's only Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons because, like – Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, because it's – Vic Benza is the guitarist? So the drummer and the bassist, or whatever, the yeah. other guitarist Peter left. Chris and Ace Freely left a long time ago. They, yeah. I think they left after they made the movie. And I've seen the movie, and I understand why they left. Because it was fucking the horrendous. The movie? Yes, it was Kiss versus the Phantom of the... Phantom of the something. So the, when did they do the Live 4 tour, though? Because that's live, one of my all-time favorite live albums. The really? Live 4? Yeah, when they did the symphony? When they had the Melbourne symphony? Okay, yes, because I own Live 2 on vinyl. Live 4, that might have not been original. It might have. I don't know. But that would have been probably close to because that would have been late 80s. No, this was like late 2000s. Wait, oh, 4 was yeah. really uh, then? Oh, okay. Live 4 was like late oh, 2000s. Oh, shit, because 2 was like mid-80s. Okay, so I didn't yeah. know that they came out that separately. Oh, wow. There have been, like, six KISS members, yeah. Oh, oh shit, I, no, there's been, like, nine. Holy shit, I so, didn't even know there were that many. As far as I know, Eric Singer is still the drummer, and Vinnie Vincent is still the guitarist. So he's the spaceman, and Eric is the cat. As far as Damn. I know, I might be wrong. So, yeah. I didn't know they had that many people. I thought it was just the four. I didn't know who Derek is. I know Tommy Thayer. I don't know who Bruce Killick is either, because they're actually missing Eric Carr. He was the drummer for a little bit, and he died. That's hmm. weird that they're missing Eric Carr. But, yeah. So, yeah. Gene Simmons is 71. Paul Stanley is 68, and they're the lead. But, you know, they're still, like, being, like, hoisted up. Um, Paul Stanley still zip-lined over the crowd. And he Damn. did that also, like, five years ago when I saw them with Motley Crue. Huh. Look up uh, Gene Simmons' like recent photo. <laughs> that motherfucker, because... He is like one of the few people that were in the industry who was like clean the whole time. He was clean. I think so. Well, I'm maybe not the whole time. At least now he doesn't do any drugs. I, a lot of them don't because they physically can't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, he looks. He looks kind. I mean, I guess he looks look good at. for seventy-one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the hair can't. Be the real. hair's died. <laughs> yeah, fuck. that's still. A lot. Oh, I like that. The, uh, the Tommy was sued. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, so it's fucking hilarious. So you know, you know the room very well. Oh right? yeah, yeah. Okay, He's so fine. actually, I have a story about the room. Did you ever work with Jennifer? Yeah. Okay. Uh, off camera, I gotta tell you a story about her, okay. her in the room. Um, so, so go ahead. All right. So on this jacket, I have this button where it's the hello doggy from the room, right? Oh. Okay. So 
this is actually a prize item for an award I won. So um, when the making of the room, the document or the fake the movie of the room, the disaster artist came out, right? You know yeah, about that yeah. with Seth, oh, Ro- yeah. Seth yeah. Rogen and James Franco. They held a competition. Oh, fuck, I would have you Google this, but it's gonna be impossible to find. But um, they released a competition of recreate a scene from the room as publicly and as like, like just ridiculous as possible. You could maybe look up disaster artist competition. Disaster artist competition recreation or a recreation, I should say. A just competition should have the winners on it. Maybe, but they had this, and we won second place. And I was in the film. I played Tommy Wiseau. Oh, no way. So what happened was me and my buddy Chase. And Chase at the time, he's also he was like a bigger guy. He had a beard. He's like blonde or whatever. He played whoever the fuck the girl in the room is. Um, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Fuck my sweetheart. But yeah, and I played Tommy oh, Wiseau. Uh, Lisa. Yeah. Lisa. Lisa. Yes. Tear and, me apart. <laughs> yeah. And what we did is we brought... We found a bed in the street of Iowa City, and we picked it up, and we brought it to the um, fucking, like, um, the old capital of Iowa. So in Iowa City, mm. they have the old capital. Oh, and we, okay. we recreated the sex scene of the room <laughs> on, like, yeah. You're fucking the belly button? All right, the Tommy Awards. I'm in it uh, for a second. Yeah, we won second place. Yeah, I don't um, if so, we can cut this out. We might get copyrighted for this. Maybe. So. Yeah, so I'll tell you when it's us. He couldn't kill me if you tried. You trained on that building. Just a chicken. You want some money? What kind of money? Leave my girl That's us. That's me. Uh, the wig. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey. Hey. And then we Oh, okay, okay. And that's who yeah. was my Lisa. And we ah. had a little door. <laughs> ah. All right, and then it shows the winner at the end. All right. And that's not me, so it doesn't matter. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, so I had, like, the... Re- and um, Seth Rogen retweeted our video. And oh, I, no way. It had, like, 650,000. Like, so, like, we had half a million views. <laughs> and what happened is, like... Six like half a million people watch me strip this chubby man out of a tight red dress and make out with him on the old Iowa Capitol, and ah! we like fucking went at, at we brought roses and I rubbed it over his nipple and everything. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. I'll find the video and send it to you. Ah! Yeah. So I have like the knowledge that I made Seth Rogen do his derpy laugh, and that is like one of my proudest accomplishments. Damn, for yeah, real. Like his weird like. Lo- uh, yeah, yeah, I can't even. No, yes, I know. I <laughs> yeah. And the only person who won, they deserve to beat us because they did his suicide scene in the middle of an ice rink, <laughs> and it's incredible. Uh, uh, where he's yeah. like orgasming while dying. Yeah, and like, um, because they're all on skates too, so people are like, "Oh, you fell down." They like try to help him up, but he's like pretending to be dead. Yeah, so that is my personal experience with the room. That's fucking awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Um, again, off camera, but I got, 
I got a good story about the room. I am pumped for that. <laughs> All right. Um, we've kind of covered we or covered a lot. We have covered a lot. I'm just triple checking because my screen keeps sleeping. That's really off off putting. Um, <laughs> so let's let's set up for your fucking. Let's take a really quick break. Okay. And then when we come back, we're gonna be doing Jacob. Or do you want? Do you want to be referred as Jacob the Freak or Jacob White? I guess Jacob the Freak for this. Okay. Because cool. Jacob the Freak. Stepping on glass. Yes. All right. We'll be right back. We're going to be handheld and all that. So stay tuned. Sounds good. All right. All right. We're back um, for the finale. Jacob the Freak is about to do his fucking glass stepping shit. I cannot believe we're doing this here live in the Calcio studio. This might be the most intense moment that the podcast has ever seen. So I will step away from the mic and we'll let Jacob do his thing. Yeah. I don't know how close you want like, the mic on it so you can pick up the broken glass sound. <laughs> do some ASMR shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Here, I mean, one sec. Is, yeah. Let's, uh. Because I brought this as close as I could. Shit. Do you want this little. What? Is that the little baby one? Uh, I mean, this one. Actually, is, yeah. Is this one good. is pretty good. Just do that. Close. Just do that. That sounds way easier. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. So we'll just do that. All right. Okay. Yep, yep. Well, I guess. Or just what? like up and down. Constantly. Yeah. Just trying as much as you can. Yeah. Just when I do that alone, I have to like kind of like, like crawl like that back to my bathroom just to like get into the shower just to wash any. Cause I have two cats and like yeah, I don't want any glass yeah. loose. I have a little bit of a beer left. <laughs> Finish it off after that. Holy shit! So I think that was every stunt I brought. Did I do this one though? I don't know. I don't think I did the big screwdriver. You did not do that. So one. that's the only thing I've brought that All I didn't right. do. Well, no, we got the camera up. Let's let's do the great finale here. All right. Let's so. Jesus Christ, Jacob the Freaker, Jacob the Freak, everybody! Holy shit! If the glass wasn't enough, the motherfucker's putting a whole screwdriver into his fucking nose. All right, you want to pull it out for me? Straight out. Screw it out, or there we go. Yeah, as you can see, completely real, just normal metal. Yeah, yeah. I gotta push it against my skin. There's an imprint in it. Just. <laughs> that was an experience. Yeah. I've never. I, I don't think there are very many people who can say they. Pull the screwdriver out of somebody's nose. There's a lot of people in bars around here that have. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just been my nose, but still, yeah. Got him one time. Um, at the first night bars reopened, me and my buddy got horrible. We went out, 
and I brought like the nail and stuff. I was gonna perform it at like little bars for like random drunk people. I remember I was way too far gone. I I'd done it for someone's friend, and then like he was like he grabbed a group of his friends and like hey watch them. Like all right guys, I'm gonna show you something. I'm gonna take a nail out and like prep it, and then I just throw up. I'm like you gotta go. And I, leave. <laughs> I just hear them talking like is that what he wanted to show? Us? <laughs> <laughs> the worst stunt man ever. <laughs> Threw up a bunch and walked away. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Can you just imagine like being a barb, getting all hyped? And someone be like, "Hey, let me show you something. Let me show you something." <laughs> and then he just walked away. All right, check, please. <laughs> just like hearing like, "Is that is that what he wanted to show?" Like, that was so funny. Uh, I don't Holy remember a lot of that night. Damn. Holy shit. Dude, this is honestly we went way longer than I thought we would. No, I'm this has been it, though. this has uh, been a hell of an episode. I feel like good stories mixed with stunts. Yeah. Yes. Um, like I said, I don't think anything that's crazy has ever been done on the Macau Stars podcast. Stepping on fucking glass and not even to, not even to step on it. You were like having fun. You were yeah. like in it. Like yeah. Trying to get foot around and jump. <sighs> People like you, man, fascinate me. Fucking Thank fascinate you. me. I would love to be back sometime. Yeah. Well, and, you know, not even podcasts. We should hang out. <laughs> for real. Yeah. You know? Like, it, I feel so great every time I reconnect with somebody from my past. Yeah, and like, I need more friends, like, in the area. Like, it would be so great to have, like, people here. Like, a community. Like, just a rebuild. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, we've already been going for too long. All right. We should, we should probably uh, exit out here. But this has been a hell of a podcast. Episode yeah. 41 of the McAllister Hours wow. with Jacob White, Jacob the Freak. Um, it's been a hell of a time. I'm really glad you could come on. I'll I'm definitely... super pumped. Yeah, it was so much fun. Yeah, I'll definitely have to have you back. Um, stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have Obs. Um, he's a local rapper. Um, he has his own podcast called the Black Thoughts Podcast. So it's going to be really interesting to have him on and have that conversation. Um, in the meantime, please like and subscribe this. Um, follow this motherfucker. Follow his Instagram. If this wasn't enough for you, that motherfucker has plenty more. Yeah. Instagram is just Jacob the Freak. Jacob. I'll tag some shit in your, to you. I'll yeah. take a photo of it. We'll put it in the yeah. description, as yeah. always. Yep, just Jacob the Freak. No space, no anything. Yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. All right. It's been a great time, guys. Y'all have a good night. Hope you've been drinking. Hope you've been smoking. Hope you've been having a good time enjoying this. All right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into this podcast. Um, a fucking pleasure to have Jacob the Freak on. Um, he he was a hell of a guest. We went to a lot of deep talking points, and his fucking stunts, some of the craziest shit this podcast has ever seen. So um, it was a great time. Really uh, great episode. Um, stay tuned. Next weekend, we're going to have, or not next weekend, so we film it in the weekend. It'll be Monday. Next Monday at noon, we're going to have Ops, um, a local rapper and slash podcaster. He has his own podcast called Black Thoughts Podcast. So that's going to be really interesting to talk to him. Um, other than that, I really hope everybody, like I said before, I hope everybody's been chilling, smoking, hanging out, having a good time. And this is a great episode. Please stay tuned for episodes in the future. And peace.